Hey there, and welcome back to this week's episode of the SM Talk Show. Enjoy. Well, guys, welcome back. OMG, it's been so long. It has been a really long time. It feels like it's been long. I've actually seen you in the time that. Yes. <laughs> That's so yes, long. you guys. Yes. Which I was almost a month ago. It. Yes, literally almost a month ago. And then prior to that, almost a year since the last time I seen Taylor in person. No? We saw each other in August. In August. Okay. I'm like, wait, no, I feel like it's been. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It just seems like, it seems so long. Like when you're not with your friends, like you haven't seen them in like weeks, you're like, oh my God, it's been months and months or years as I'm over here over-exaggerating. It's only been a couple months, but I did meet Taylor. I totally get that. The other day I was like, oh my God, I haven't texted Aubrey in so, so long. And it had been like three hours. I'm like, oh shit. I was like, wow, I really felt like it's been almost a week. It feels like forever. I feel like that too. Anytime I'm like sitting there, like, because Taylor and I, you guys, we totally send each other stuff all day on social media with the best laughs. Like literally find ourselves like just in the corner, just cracking up people around us, be looking at us crazy from us sending each other things. I mean, it's like, okay, yeah, I heard from Taylor today, but then we go look at our text and it's been weeks. I'm like, Taylor, I actually haven't talked to you in weeks. Yes. Like, especially while you were away. I'm like, well, damn, like... (laughs) What's she doing? <laughs> like, what, where is she? Yes. So um, for those of you that don't know, my birthday was in February and I was traveling. I was getting in the, I was on the airplanes. I was out of here. Um, and so in that time, I'm like, okay, I wasn't on my hot girl shit. I promise. <laughs> I was very responsible, but I was like, literally just like living in the moment and having a great time. So I definitely didn't get to talk to Taylor as much as like we normally do. And I got to see Taylor around that time because Taylor came um, to my state and we had a freaking blast. Um, And then she left me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I will be back. Yes, you have to. Yes. Who knows when, but we'll just see what's going on with work and stuff like that. You know. Kidnapper, our hardest to get <laughs> every because it is hard, it's very, very hard. But, um, I've been very grateful for you and the rest of like my support system really getting me through this time because I've been moving, mm-hmm. you know, taking a lot of freelance positions and still trying to learn this new place. That it's almost been a year that I've been here. Like, I moved here last April, it is March. Holy. shit. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. What else is happening in your world? What else? Um, hmm. I realized I have a gluten allergy. So that sucks. Okay. Um, can have all my favorite things like pizza, sandwiches, um, oh. cheese steaks, uh, what else? All the fucking good things in life have been taken from me. So, um, yeah, that sucks. But 
everything else besides that's pretty great. Girl, we're gonna have to get you some gluten-free fun food because that's not fun at all. And on a positive note, um, I joined this group. It's this local to LA group. It's called Girls Film Brunch. Um, last week, we last month, we were in Venice and we Ooh. met up. Thought it was going to be like six of us. It was, I kid you not, like 30, 40 deep. And it was this beautiful event. We all got to mingle, talk, do some icebreakers, which I usually hate. Uh-huh. But, you know, it was a lot of people in that same position. Like, you know, I could tell like the one girl who came in, I know she didn't expect that many people and she came in late and I could just see her like, uh, what the fuck? So like, what table do I start at? Like, holy shit. But like a lot of us were in that same position. So that was cool. So I just like sit down, closest table. They're like, hey, da-da-da, kiki, all this, that. It was awesome. So, you know, um, if you live in the LA or surrounding areas and you are a Black girl, Black, Brown, um, of color, you really, you can be any color, you know, we're all yeah. just women in the industry trying to network, you know, we do see a lot of film crews be very white and very male centered, you know, like that's just life. Um, and, you know, we have the potential to do our own things. I'm not saying we don't need men. It's just nice to see more of us on set mm-hmm. or collaborating together or not, you know, like listening to what he said or like, you know, it's nice to see like a woman in charge or especially even taking a job that is, you know, not your rate or what you would normally work on. If it's for a friend, especially a black woman, I'm doing it, I'm helping. So that's really why I joined that group to network. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. It's really good since you've been there for almost a year to like, st- like you're in that time where you're starting to find the community within the community you live in, which is beautiful. And it's a plus that it's also women and women of color and people who have similar interests as you. That is amazing. I'm, I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, yeah. And I just want that to, you know, flourish and, you know, be something that happens more often, something that you and I could even contribute to, you know, like writing and collaborating with like illustrators, like, you know, anything, you know, like I met this one girl, she was like um, a gaffer. Okay. You know, like all the things I'm like, I don't even know what the hell you do, honestly. But it's just so cool because, you know, they're needed in film, you know? It's just like, it's, you know, I don't even know what you do, but girl, tell me what you do. I know we need you. I know every film that has gaffers. So, yes, please. I don't know any female gaffers. So. <laughs> we need you. So we appreciate that. Whatever it is that you do, girl, thank you. Yeah, let's collaborate sometime. That's what I'm saying. That is amazing. Yeah, I honestly, I've been here four years and I don't, I still don't feel like I found like my community per se. And it's probably because I don't leave the damn house. But everything is so, well, I guess everything's spread out here. I just feel like your distance between like, you know, where people would be out and about doing things. It's just like, okay, well, if I go there and I party till this time, that means I'm driving home, like, over and out, like. Yes. It's dark. No, I'm good. It'd be one thing if you live downtown, but it's like. Yeah. I live so far from downtown. 
like especially like downtown downtown right exactly. I live so far it's okay though it is absolutely okay um, i'm sure you prefer that girl i sure do i love it it's quiet out here i don't gotta worry about the monotony of nothing i'm like uh i'm good absolutely. um it's cool though but switching slightly switching gears um the black women have been winning we are definitely in a winning season in many aspects um <laughs> We can take it back to last year. Megan the Stallion got a win. Um, oh my goodness. Girl, we can go to this year. Girl Viola Davis is winning. I mean, the Super Bowl, national anthem, a fucking yeah. win. They took it back to the original Dream Girls. Like, they are not playing. Um, Rihanna with her <laughs> so many memes i think my favorite one was rihanna was so nice letting them play a game during her concert <laughs> yeah there were the shirts that say like before the super bowl event came out they said my rihanna concert is ruined by a football game yes that, oh yes with the reverse and if you lift it up her face is on the other end yes those shirts were really nice i was actually at a super bowl party um with a girl who had one on and highlight i was actually in phoenix at the time of the super bowl yeah. um i had the time of my life that was a great weekend it was my birthday weekend the waste management um world the, the golf tour was there the super bowl was there that weekend i was in the mix with everybody um ran into a celebrity we obviously can't say this person's name for obvious reasons however ran into this person um and <clears throat> this person regular they're regular people too i cool fine however i i'm like no this person shouldn't be over here with me i also wasn't expecting it um and i'm literally like walking in to go through security and my fucking suitcase is like about to fall so i go to grab it run into him <laughs> and he was super sweet though he was like you good great I was so fucking caught off guard because why are you over here? Like, ain't you supposed to be flying private? Why are we you in the airport with me right now? Well, I heard that's all a front, so. <sighs> you know, it's very, who they portray this individual to be on social media versus the person I ran into is literally not the same person. Like this yeah, person, yeah. girl, per not even that tall. Like social media has this person like super tall um, in person not that tall um and definitely super soft-spoken like i don't know it was like hmm okay so do you just do all that rah-rah shit on social media however oftentimes when i like two sides of every story we see what we see for social media however when i outside of when he's being you know fucking toxic and super narcissistic some of the times he'd be the one that be fucked with and he kind of like retaliates. So I guess I could see how you get the rah-rah out of him, but. Wasn't he under investigation for like murder girl, or something like that? Like I'd be on my best he, behavior. I'm surprised he can even be Literally, that's why, unless he got clear or maybe that's why he was quiet because he wasn't posting here, which saying. is why we're not saying no names. I was like, that's <laughs> why he's not. A, Draw, you know, drawing att attention to himself. Yes, because he was he knows also he's, not. He's got one more strike. Girl. Because <laughs> he also was not with a whole bunch of people. Honestly, 
there were so many celebrities um walk by michael blackson and his wife and he was literally with one fucking security guard maybe two there's probably two um and he's walking around like everything's fine you know the little um short oriental guy that does the grills for people i don't know johnny i think that's his name i'll send you his instagram he walked past him he's walking with just one security guard literally all of the celebrities i seen only had like one or two people like they were literally not like surrounded by an entourage of people which is smart so don't draw a lot of attention but it's like you're recognizable like you are out here britney griner was out like it was a whole bunch of people my ass just walking around like fucking hot and i don't watch golf and here I am walking around right. looking at celebrities like. But here's the thing about it, especially going down to Rodeo. Girl. People, they don't give a shit about you. Like, okay, cool. Like, I see you. I'm not about to run up. Like, what do you think I'm about to do? Every once in a while, you know, they'll go to like, say like, say if they went to my hometown. Okay. Okay. They, they, they can't get anywhere without Kevin. people stopping them. I was looking for Kevin. I was like, where Kevin at? But here, I'm just like, yeah, they don't care. Like, every once and again, like, I'll see cameras. Like, and it's only cameras following this person. Like, you know, like they're trying to walk and, like, cameras are like this. Right like, in their fucking you know, It's someone, but it's not, like, people like us chasing them, you know? Because, like, that is the thing. Them, we'd be like, okay, cool, whatever. That's him. That's her. You need to be someone really, really, re you'd have to be Rihanna for me to lose my shit in person. Like, I mean, no one else can make me care, you know? Like, and that was me. I literally was just like, I probably walked past so, like, I'm going to keep saying that because it was so many. And the thing about it is, celebrities and non celeb, non and not famous people walk around in the same attire these days like yeah. motherfuckers be going broke too so i'm like i wouldn't be able to tell a regular joe from a fucking celebrity at this point like why is this dude walking past me in the same thing fucking russell russell westbrook would possibly have on or fucking this Girl. dude looks like dak prescott and i can't figure it out because i don't even know how to, like it just was that was how many people were out there was so many people when i saw this one i don't know if it was like an instagram video or a story cardi b was in her multi-million dollar home and this bitch had on chinese flats that are like less than a dollar like you oh, have you have 11. like the chinese store like the flea market like the ones that, mm -hmm. that like at the hair store i'm like she's filthy rich girl and she that's the shoes she decides to put on she can afford any damn shoe she wants and that's what hey sometimes people really like to just stay really humble and yeah close to what they know um you girl have you ever seen the pictures of adam sandler walking around <laughs> i mean man he is loaded and be walking around <laughs> looking like it's a single dad dad he got to pick up the kids from school like He'd be easy to walk past, like yes. Like, and I think that's why he does it. Him, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, uh, there's somebody else. Know. It's like a whole bunch of them. And it'd be like, you, you worth how much? And you got this on. I mean, I've honestly, the day I become a millionaire because it's happening, I possibly will be walking around the same way I do now as a thousandaire because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a thousandaire because I'm not about to just do the most, like. I'm just not, especially now with all these trends, like everything is so clickbait, like all these, these red big old boots, like 
Y'all are about to buy them. And then what are you going to do with them when they go out at sea? Like when they go out of style, you're just going to have them in your closet. Like, what do you, what do you do with those? Yeah, what do you do with those? Girl. Anyways, back to <laughs> us winning. Okay, so Super Bowl, everybody has their mixed reviews, whatever. The woman highlighted by herself, pregnant, didn't have no features, gave us hella tracks. We're going to give her her roses. She did amazing. However, not however, in conjunction, why did I not know that the interpreter was real? I kept seeing it come on social media and I thought somebody was like doing a TikTok effort. And then I honed in and I said, now she killing it. And had the time of her life. She was so cool. And like, you know, I also went to the Roots picnic one year and there were multiple all black um, interpreters and they were dressed so nice and they were, they, you know, they kind of stole the show. I was looking at them. I was like, this is so cool. Look over here. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I was like, look at his suit. He is fucking it. Uh, I I have always wanted to learn um, sign language, which is super funny because TikTok now is literally teaching people how to sign language off of that Monique movie bit. Fuck you and fuck them kids too. Everybody, uh, have you not seen that movie? Okay, so I think it's called like The Reading or something with Monique. And- um, Is it new? Yes, I think it came out last month, girl. Fucking shit. shit. What's it on? BET Plus. Oh God, I don't have that. But I was fucking traumatized. I had to turn that shit off. I was like, I'm not giving vent to no spirits in my home. It got crazy. But there's a part in there where she's like, fuck you and fuck them kids. And now everybody's sign language is like, they're learning how to sign it on TikTok. So it's like super funny. Um, And I'm like, I've always wanted to learn ASL, girl. TikTok is going to teach you, especially after Justina Miles everybody's like, all right, I need to get on it. Somebody today on TikTok was doing the perk 30. I just popped a perk 30. Somebody was signing that. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Like they'll do anything, but I really want to see that. uh, Yeah. Oh my gosh, girl, you got to watch. I'll send you my login. So you can. (laughs) It's like, I'll find a way. I'm Taylor, I have to turn that shit off. It got, I mean, Monique did her thing. Cause I think this is like her first movie since, a why is this like Girl. her first this is precious or my um what has she well done? no so she did um the the christmas movie with dc young fly and gabrielle union and carrie hilson like some years ago it was a nice movie okay i didn't see that. um so she did that I honestly, I don't know what she did after that. Um, she did take a real big hiatus because remember she had that lawsuit with uh, against Netflix because they didn't want to pay her for her. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. um. So she did. It's called Almost Christmas in 2016, and I don't think she's done anything since then. Um. Yeah, I don't think. Damn. Damn. Wow. Fuck. That's a long time girl um speaking of precious so the simpsons did uh, a skit on precious it is so sad but the simpsons simpsons like the cartoon simpsons and okay. when i find that to you like i mean you're gonna laugh you're not gonna want to laugh but you you're probably gonna you're gonna be like why would 
any movie on earth, this was not the one to mess with. Um, I, yeah, I'll I'll show you if you don't please don't send it, it to me because I mean, Precious was a a it was a different movie when I first seen it. I was like, wait, what? Like you seen it when it first came out? And let me see when that what year did that damn movie come out? It was forever ago. Like it was two thousand and nine. Damn, yeah, two thousand and nine. Taylor, I was in high school in two thousand and nine. Yeah, I was. So was I'm I. watching this, and I'm like, "What's happening?" I think the only thing I understood was. I mean, I'm not dumb, so I obviously got the gist that her father had, you know, molested, which is why the baby came out with Down syndrome, because that's typically what happens when you have incest. Um, and pretty much her mom was angry at her because of it. Like, it was her fault. Like, how's that her fault? Um, she had a dope-ass teacher. <laughs> Follow Patton was great. Uh, Mariah Carey did not wear any makeup in that movie. She didn't. No. And then uh everybody's favorite part, what you doing, what you doing, what you doing, what you doing. That shit is still a fucking meme and a voiceover till this day. Um, that was a fucking interesting movie. So yes, please send me that so I can see what the fuck the Simpsons was doing. Cause you know, like they fuck with every movie possible. And I was like, you could have left this one where it was. Beyond, like, yeah, they could have left that one. Oh my gosh, running with the chicken. I literally just goo. I'm gonna have to watch Girl. it. <laughs> watch it. Watch it. Watch. <laughs> because why? Why are people like this? Taylor. Are why? you watching? I'm about to watch it now. The Simpsons reenactment. Why are people like this? Because those writers, and you know what? They have so many episodes. They I guess like they have to, you know. Uh Girl, not they threw the TV and they running with the chicken dust. <laughs> Girl, keep watching. Keep watching. I said, I'm done. The Simpsons take me out. If the Simpsons don't do nothing, they're gonna tell you some shit. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, so that was that. But wow. Um, did you watch the awards? Any of them? I did not. I was working all those nights and I was already at Warner Brothers Studios pissed off at the whole film industry. So I'm like, oh. you know what? Um, I will be bartending the Oscars next weekend. Right? I'm like, I don't, I want to be here because my movie is here. That's not my friend, y'all. That's my friend. I'm so proud of her. But <laughs> I'll be there, just not my movie premiere. <laughs> It's coming. It's coming. That's why you're there to plant footprints into the spaces that you will soon be in, girl. It is coming. I promise it's coming. That is amazing. I did not watch any of that. I watched some highlights. To this day, I still am not understanding the whole Angela dance to Angela Bassett. Angela, I, girl, I gave up trying to figure out what the hell what that was about. Um, but I did see that. Um, so many of the awards. It may have been the in uh, the NAACP. Tabitha Brown won. Oh yeah, was Love amazing. That. Girl, I went to the moment she released her freaking food line. I was in Target, <laughs> and I had the people looking at me. They was like, 
checking me out. I'm over here fucking promoting like I'm tapping this child. I mean, you should try this. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's so good. They're like, really? It, it's new. I've never seen it before. Limited time gone by in. Then people was looking at me like, who the fuck? And she the only black person. Me and Tabitha right. looking like on the poster. So they probably like, that's her, huh? Like, we do not all look the same. <laughs> right. That's how they do us. Girl, beyond how the fuck they do it. We will not talk about how they do us. Because if so, prime fucking uh corporate America will be using this against me <laughs> in the court of law. Girl, um our I don't was it I don't even think it was in okay, she got away with it. She didn't do it in, in Black History Month. I'll give her a pass. Who? The girl I work. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. I think I'm like. Did she say that while we was in the? She she was a week a week early. Had it been literally, it had it been a day later, she would have caught me the first day of Black History Month, and I don't know how I would have reacted. <laughs> you know what? I will say this is the first Black History Month where I was on my best behavior. I'm so proud of you, Taylor. You know, I wasn't letting white people know that they should feel guilty or say sorry to me or pay me for no reason. I really just kept to myself. I usually love to make white people feel terrible. Taylor said, I need my reparations. You know, so I'm just like, you know, I really let everyone chill. I, you know, I didn't even post some subliminal shit on the internet. Taylor, I was very peaceful. I'm proud of you. Now that I think about it, I'm like, that's my petty month. That is my petty ass. I'm taking it all the way there. I mean, a situation happened at work, like I said, um, without saying it, which you know what happened. Yeah, girl. The whole month of February, I was like, so y'all going to do something about this or what? Yeah. I'm like, because if I came up in here and said the shit that she said in reverse, I'd be wrong. I'd be fired. Yeah, and like, it's just like such an unfortunate thing about being a minority at work. You know, because it doesn't matter how fucking right you are and how much evidence is right there. You still feel like you have to explain yourself. I mean, so, I mean, I can say it because it's not shit. Ain't nothing going to happen. Um, I was at work and on the panel, uh, me and a couple other supervisors. And conversation is being had. And I, like, dismiss myself from the conversation, but I'm still, like, physically present like sitting right there and um conversations going and then i hear nigga please mind you i am the only african-american in the room at the time <laughs> let me just point that out i am the only african-american in the room at the time that nigga please was said and might i add on again i was not the one who said it thank you Yes. So let's make that very clear. I'm the only black person in the room. I am also not the person who said it. And yeah. Nigga, please. At work. In a very professional setting. So I know that if it's being said in a professional setting, we know what the fuck you say at home. Absolutely. And now I know you call me a nigga behind my back when you mad at me. So I don't want to talk to you no more because the first thing out your mouth when we ever get into an argument is the same thing that that's very unfortunate. In all of our um, non-black listeners, um, we don't know what 
will happen when we are called that and when we're in that position. Some right. people may not do shit. Some people may cry. Some people may beat your motherfucking ass. So it's just best you don't say the word. I don't care if you want to retell a story. I don't care if you find the shit funny. I don't care if you hear that shit in a song. I don't care if you're just repeating what the fuck they said. Don't repeat what they said. Don't Please retell don't. the story. Don't sing the motherfucking song. I don't need to hear the story that bad. Don't say no. that shit around me and out of respect, anybody black. No, even don't. And then they try to hit you with it. But I have black friends. That is not a pass to it use that word. Um, I don't care. Like growing up, and this is literally what I told, like in my response of, well, what did you do? What did y'all want me to do? We'll beat her up? (laughs) What the fuck? So you could blame me? Right. I'm like, um, I don't even use, like, as as an African-American woman, I don't use that word. Growing up, my mom would not let us use that word. Like, if she heard us say it, we got our ass well because it was a fucking cuss word in our house growing up. That's how my family treated it. Girl, so to hear these people walking around these days just letting it all hang out. And then what'd be even crazier be the people that aren't even in the culture realm using it like it's their word to be entitled to like now if we was to use y'all's lingo we'd be fucking racist and offensive but y'all use ours and it's cool like why why are you why are you why 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 do you want to say it of all the fucking words in the human language why is that the one that you go to when you're drunk angry emotional or you just feel like that's the one word where you want to have ownership of but like, you know the effect, you know what it comes from, you know it comes from a terrible dark place, but that's still the word you always want to use. We're talking about why well, I use the A and not the ER. I don't give, I a, don't fuck. give a fuck. It's, about, it's different. Yes, it is different. However, bottom line, the connotation and the context is still the same when you're using it. And I'm not going to sit up here and act like I've never used the word because I've used the word, but I don't use it like the way I'm literally witnessing people use it like it's their everyday language. Like I don't use that word every day. And when I use it, I still like kind of look for my mom a little bit like, all right, sorry. I, yeah, I, I don't like whatever justification they feel like they have for saying it, it's never good. And Mm -hmm. if you are a listener and you are of not black skin, I do not want to hear you saying it. No black people want to hear you say it. And if you have a dumbass black friend that lets you say it, they're a dumb motherfucker. And if anything, you need to question whether you're a friend or not, or whether they're trying to set you up to get hurt. Yes. Cause that's not a good friend. Cause if honestly, I'm trying to think, look, my best friend is, she ain't black. I've never even seen her hint at the word. So much so, I don't even refer to her as bitch. Like, I'll call Taylor and be like, bitch, let me tell you what the fuck just happened. Half the time, I don't even say that to Taylor. But I, when I say it to her, she feels the effect like, oh my God, you just called me. Like, no, 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 no. So even, I've never, to even have to educate her, like, don't even use it. She ain't even thought about it. Yeah. I'm not trying to think of my, I don't have any, like, other non- black friends that i would ever just be like yeah go ahead and use that ever. i mean i got a stepmom who use it and she ain't i'd be like girl you 
and the printer paper the same color. Stop using that word. Stop. And it's always them who says it, though. Like, just because you got a black baby dad and black children do not mean you can use that word. It doesn't. However, I digress because people go use the, ling the lingo they use. But all I'm saying is be prepared for what may come next because you, you might catch the right person on the wrong day. <laughs> right. Like, you could be on the phone talking to a friend and somebody hears you and they're like, excuse me? Oh, my gosh. Speaking of, I don't know who this girl was. And I feel like I sent it to you, but we send each other so much stuff. I don't even know. It was a non-melanated young woman and she looked like she had just gotten punched beat up dragged whatever oh and yeah she said and this is and she used the n-word she said so this is the the dude y'all y'all this is the nigga y'all call y'all's friend da, 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 and kept saying the n-word and the entire comment section said well maybe she looks like this because she called him the n-word maybe that. he maybe she provoked him like nobody's feeling bad for her because she just literally called him the n-word and everybody's taken away from the fact that she probably just got abused and literally at this point her slur is more important than the fact that somebody just physically harmed her yeah girl i'll never forget i was someplace some boy's mouth was wired shut i said oh no mm. I fucking niggers i said well what? maybe you said that so Bye. You probably deserve the shit. Taylor said it now. Have fun eating through a straw because you shouldn't have said what you just said. Thank you. You said it again. Are you lucky I can't bust your shit again and I'll hurt myself because you got a fucking wire fence around your teeth Ooh. holding your jaw up because you got your Ooh. ass beat. That is how scary that word should be for you. You shouldn't be throwing it out there, especially if you're still recovering from the last time you said it. That is so crazy. I feel like Super, and I don't know if it's just Black History Month, but I feel like that's when all the good Black just goodness starts to come out on social media. Somebody the other day was like, I've been sitting here pondering, why is the N the only color that's Black on Nutella? <laughs> like, wait, why has nobody ever questioned that until... Black History Month of 2023? Like, everybody be eating Nutella and... Uh, it takes this one dude to now have everybody in the fucking tailspin like, damn, you right. I love it. You, you ain't <laughs> never thought about it before then, have you? I didn't know. Me either. Girl, me the fuck either. I'm like, huh. I'm just sitting here pondering. And the crazy part is, is that Nutella was made in... Um, over there, it was definitely made in, obviously everything comes, but no, I really think that that's where it originated, was from like China or Japan, somewhere overseas. Um, because I know someone when they were away, I think they were in Tokyo, he told me like, that was all I ate was Nutella. Like, oh really? He's like, yeah. So as soon as I seen that, I sent it to him. <laughs> I'll never forget, uh, I was in South Philly still. It was Black History Month, but this one racist ass bar had a drink and it was called the Negrose. I'm done. Negrose. Take me out. It's supposed to be a Negroni with rose, but bitch, you know just what you're doing oh, with you the stupid. I hate how people, it's super crazy how people are try, like, try to be. Oh, I wasn't trying to be, I wasn't trying to be racist. I wasn't trying to be biased. 
knowing damn well that was their full blown underlying intent. Like they love doing that shit, low key. And it's super crazy because, and look, I don't care. Obviously, Taylor and I do not want to get canceled. I'm, but I'm definitely going to say what I'm going to say. In the past years, which I, you know, don't have a problem with anyone, but I have realized that the black people have been fighting for so many rights that other communities have just walked in and started getting within the last couple of years. Like they're trying to pass a bill that to say gay is a slur. We've been trying to pass a bill that calling someone an N-word is a slur for years. Forever. <laughs> they have been like, that ain't no fucking slur. That is not a slur. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, Ooh, yeah. that's that's discrimination it that that's defamation like there's a lot of things that can be classified under and y'all ain't gonna give it to us but yet literally and people have been saying and i don't i don't ever use that word either um which i hate to hear people say gay too so if they pass it i'd be fine because i don't say it but to just know that they're about to pass that and it's like wait right hold on how did right. they how did they matter more than a community that's been here for years i mean they have equal rights. We just have civil rights. Let's be real about that. So it's like. Say it again, Taylor. <laughs> no, still don't get mad at me. <laughs> but I'm just like, damn. Black people don't even have equal rights. We just have civil rights. That is crazy that you. Oh, my God. You don't my mind because I didn't even think. And as much as I hate Donald Trump for the uproar and the hatred that he has caused towards our Asian community, but it was like that only had to happen for like two years for stop Asian hate to happen. I mean, shit, we've been getting beat up by police since police were a fucking thing. And Girl. Black Lives Matter happened in what, 2015? Probably sooner. No, it happened before because Trayvon Martin was. Okay. No, yes, girl, because Trayvon Martin got killed when I was in high school. Maybe 2009 or something. Um, All maybe, I'm saying is, yes, yes, are so the yes. last people to get looked at. We are the last girl. people to get attention. We are the last people to, and like we, we glanced over the Megan thing, but like I, it was just such a shit show watching this woman get interrogated for every other reason. Meanwhile, she got shot in the feet. Oh, oh, yeah, that's what it is. He hasn't been sentenced. Yeah, no, he hasn't like, been sentenced. They keep pushing his sentencing back. However, he is still sitting in jail until he's sentenced on April 1st. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. Still, there were people being like, protect Tory, free Tory. I'm like, bitch, what? There's, hey. a, there's a video of her fucking, you know, bleeding out. There's, you know, her you know, man who definitely could have done more, but maybe they had their, you know, little agreement on what was going to happen. And like people just weren't there for her the way that they should have been. Oh, no. And she said from the very beginning that everybody was going to apologize to her once the trial happened. She actually just won her lawsuit. She is now free from her old label. Yeah, fuck the all. The one that was fucking bullying her. her. Yeah. She just won. And then the dude going to talk about some. I never had a problem with Megan. Sir. I got a problem with you. He had a problem with her. He was talking about that woman like she was a dog. Thinking that she's lying. Who would lie about something like that? 
That is and the other part. She to like save you, but here that's you what are. she said. She said initially I didn't, and she never says she lied, which we technically did. She said I never told them that he did it initially because I didn't want the consequences and repercussions. But as soon as everybody was somewhere safe, she once she was safe, then she told what happened. I would have did the same thing. I still got to get this car and possibly ride away with these people. I don't want the night to get any worse. I want to go home at this point. My fucking foot is throbbing, bleeding, hurting, numb, hanging, dang. Like people are very, people are, are one-sided. And I said this like years ago that nothing matters to people until they want it to matter to other people. Like you will sit here and fucking defame somebody. You'll degrade somebody and be like, I don't care. I don't care. And talk about somebody. And then once it happens to you, then you want everybody to care. Wait, no, 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 yeah. no, no. We keeping the energy you kept. You didn't care. Why? So that's why I be feeling bad when people be posting the missing posters. Cause I'd be like, dang, I can't share every single one. But then when it's my, if something happened on my end, share it. Right. <laughs> so bad. I do. I be feeling horrible, but I definitely feel bad for Megan um you lose your mother you lose your father like who do you have and yeah you have family but if you didn't grow up with them them is just relatives like you don't have nobody close and then they pretty much trying to take your man from you by like why is who she fucked what does that have to do with the trial that's what pissed me off that's all anybody was like no that and that and that's why i'm like i hope her and party actually stay together and actually fucking be together for a minute because that was wrong on so many levels yeah i don't know i would like to see her with someone a little bit better more protective um honestly i definitely feel like he protects her i think that she probably asked him not to do anything because the case was open so yeah. like thinking about pr and everything like i really do feel like she was like just let it go because i don't need them turning this on us Ultimately, if he would have reacted, it would have came out against her and not on him. So I think they did it. I, you know, everybody's like, he didn't protect her. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. She's in an open felony case. Like anything that he would have done on her behalf would have been worse. Yes. And then people would have been coming for her. So I think they definitely played it the best way that they could. Um, we also don't know what he did on the back end. Shit. We, I mean, if we all going to be honest, when was the last time we heard the baby release something? I'm just saying he may have fucked up some careers on the back end and we don't know because we all we we just wanted to see blood and somebody getting beat up. Sometimes you got to <laughs> handle people the, the white way. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes you do. I mean, the baby's also responsible for his own demise in his career, but <clears throat> he didn't that didn't help the case. I don't I ain't Anywho, we're gonna leave him out of that. But I'm just bringing out random people. I'm like, what does this have to do with who shot her? <sighs> like, who, who is this basketball player? Who is this basketball player? What he got to do with this? And why does it matter? And what are timeline? Like, they just did so much for the wrong fucking reasons, and it it bothers me because it's like she was allowed to and the other crazy part is she did all this before she was in a relationship so it's not like she cheated on anybody or like she's married or like anybody she slept with was married like she was dating she was single she's allowed to sleep with who she wants to sleep with about she slept behind her friend okay bitches do it every day let's have a shot in the foot 
let her get shot in the foot. The person, everybody involved would be in jail that night. And that's the night of day for two decades. Ah, I, I went to the gun range for the first time. <laughs> I'm ready to shoot now. Somebody do something crazy. Uh, all Taylor got to do is call me. We going to shoot him a bang bang. I, I know how to shoot now. And I'm a pretty good target. My target's over there on the wall. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and everybody be talking about it's different when the target is moving. Not if you focus. Not if you focus. <laughs> Not if you focus. Trust me. Trust me. I tr my my coach uh, is definitely a good marksman. So I know I'm good. I got this. <laughs> my coach was very very influential in my great marksmanship. Shout out to him. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, girl, shit, shit's crazy. But February was an amazing month, not only for me personally, but just for culture. Like, I feel like I don't think we had, oh, shit, did we? No, that was prior to. I don't think any black people got killed or died. Not I'm, like, think of. I'm like, wait, we might have to do some more research, but I really don't think, I think the incident that did happen was prior to, girl. So, so, so far off base. Great side note, though. I sent you that cop that was sleeping with all of her <laughs> co-workers. The, there was like six or seven other cops. And they yes. all, I think most of them was black. And then her husband talking about some, I'm not leaving her. I'm going to stick by her side. Well, you better. Hey, he said, that's my woman. Yeah, he said, that's my woman. And I'm going to stand by her. I mean, look. And I'm going to say this until I am blue in the face. If you are married or you have a significant other, make it work because the dating scene is not where you want to be. Mm -mm. I just wonder, what is the time frame and why did she need to sleep with all those men? Like, why not have a consistent side? But like, if you want to have a side nigga, have one. You're going to have all those dudes. What? She was taking extra overtime. She was taking uh extra duty. She Thank you. How do you even get all those hours? Girl, I'm telling you, she was in that gun range shooting, talking about you coming to join. Like, <laughs> are you fucking four of your coworkers? That's impressive. Girl, I mean, and the, I mean, God forgive, God forgive thee. But the girl wasn't even all of that. Ass is ass, especially if, you know, she's, you know, clearly the aggressor because she was able to pull four men who I don't mean, give a fuck, you know? Like, and I know they talk, like, you know, they had to at least know. She just, um, you're right. Ass is definitely ass. Whether it's bent over or flipped upside down. Seven. You're doing that overnight shift and no one has had a call and y'all just in that damn car. She's like, hey, you Seven. want some head? Huh? Seven. What? Seven and three of them is African-American. Wait, I just want to know the timeline. Girl, I'm going to Was do it all together? Like, what? Um, I'm not sure if it was all. I think it was just like over a period of time. She said her and her husband were kind of on the verge of divorce and she just cracked. You cracked, all right. Girl. You cracked, cracked all right. 
Girl, you was out and about. Seven with seven of your coworkers. I got desperate. And the guys are guys. And they'll stick their dick in anything. She's only 26. Damn. Wait, she's you she didn't say that. She did. She, she said, said I got desperate. Over the course of three interviews spanning two hours, she said, I got stupid, I got desperate, I guess. And guys are guys. They'll stick their dick in anything. And that's what I said. I said, ass is ass, especially if who, who would find out until she gets exposed. And I'm like, damn. So now she's now maybe those seven people could be with people like you're fucking up a lot of people's shit. Okay, just because your marriage is on the verge, now you deal with other people's lives. Oh, it gets better. Here we go. Here oh, we goodness. go. Here we go. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm just gonna read this because I feel like we're just gonna read it all. Um she's struggling to find words. However, she said, what do you say? Don't dip your pen in the company ink. She was quizzed three times after whistleblowers came forward in December to report that she was having intimate relationship with male colleagues at boozy parties, hotels, and even on police property. So now we know where they was at. Um, in her first interview, she admitted only to betting the canine officer who was suspended without pay, but kept his job because he was honest with the investigators. <clears throat> She said, they had intercourse. There were a few times, but it was a long time ago. She nervously told the reporter. Um, okay. So she now they're digging up her old dirt. She dismissed the rumors of a fling with the sergeant, but told her um, they have confirmation that she talked about the act and talked about his size and what it looked like. So they're automatically like, you slept with him because you know what it looks like. When she was asked if she ever had a three-way with the patrol officer and his wife, she said, I'm sorry, what? And then start crying. It, it's okay. There's some Kleenex right there behind you in the candy bowl. <laughs> and then he continued to end the interview. During the second and third interview, she was already on her final warning of crashing her patrol car three times, admitted that she had months long affairs with pal whichever one that is and even performed a sex act while on duty all right not y'all fucking in the car she said i just gave him a blowjob in that situation me and my husband were kind of on the verge of divorce and i just cracked and then it just kind of got out of hand she denied um she denied the rest but came clean when it was discovered <laughs> that he and a heavily the heavily tattooed guy met up in december to compare notes and to do their investigation. Um, he threatened, oh Lord, he threatened to unlive himself when she tried to break things off, texting her saying, you're betraying me. I thought you cared about me. No one's here but me, you really hurt me. This is what she told the reporter. Um, her further confession was to getting drunk at a girl's gone wild hot tub party where she sang karaoke and fell down a flight of stairs before having sex with yet another officer in a bathroom of a colleague's boat. Not she was rocking the boat. Girl, she's out here. She said my bathing suit was a little loose and it fell off. <laughs> this is an interview. Yes. Mm. 
what the hell? Jesus, mm. be offense. Seven, 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 seven. seven she bet it seven, and they. Mm. You know what? We gonna mind our business. And she was in Tennessee. Seven officers. Okay, girl. Okay. Right. that dick. Nah, and some. I mean, okay. I mean, but when you're dating, you. She wasn't dating. She was married, so ain't no excuse. However, when you're dating, you kind of can be a little free. We're not saying we're not judging because of the sexual acts. Because if you're single, do your thing. We judging because honey was married. And those are her co-workers. And those are her co-workers. I could never imagine sleeping with seven of my co-workers. Oh. And then go back to work and look at them every damn day. Uh-uh. There ain't even seven cute ones at the job. So I Thank you. I'm like, listen, I would be so sad if I had to choose my damn job. Girl. Sadness. Um, girl, beyond. That is super crazy. Um navigating into dating um girl dating is dating some it's days great. great some days not so great however if you are in a space where you are dating um we have some do's and don'ts for you because somebody got to tell y'all what to do and not to do yeah i agree with that and it's also like the older that we get I'll hear people say their reasons for things and it makes sense to me. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, it's really nice to have people around you with opposite opinions. Yep. Also, number one, just to hear why they think that way. You're like, that makes sense. Like, yep. I'm not going to say like, I'm going to do that now, but I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I know for me before, like before I, started dating i was like all right i need to make a list of like my non-negotiables like what are my hard no's what are my deal breakers and you make this list and then you start dating and you're like if i and this is just for me if i hold everybody to this list i'm gonna be single for fucking forever <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like oh well just go ahead and you know bring your freaking standards down no it's be a little bit more flexible with your wants because you're wanting something, but how are you going to get it? it? Like what you're Xing out may be the person you'd end up getting it from what you really want. Um, but definitely do not lower your standards just to have someone. So that is one of the don'ts. Please do not do that. Um, another one, which I really want people to really hear me on this one hear them when they tell you like listen when they tell you what they are looking for yeah stop trying to change their mind this is men and women when someone tells you they can't give you what you want bid them a do and go get it from somebody who is willing to give it to you there's over five billion people in this goddamn world you better not ever sit and wait on one to get their act together yeah like and especially having some friends where you know like they're really into someone and like one of the first things they'll say will be like he's not trying to get into anything serious and i'm like you clearly want to get serious with this person and he's told you date number two he does not want to get serious like don't try to change his mind 
You will never. That's the Don't thing. That. He's You're already told me that it feels. When a man tells you he's not looking for anything serious, he just wants to be your friend. Hear Listen. him. He that I promise you, he's not playing with you. He's not trying to manipulate you. He's not trying to reverse psychology. He dead ass is telling you everything you need to know and hear right then and there. Like, and then women want to get mad and be like, he played with me, girl. He did what you allowed him to do because you stuck around after he told you plain and simple. He wasn't looking for what you was looking for. So you kind of set yourself up for that. And I know that that's fucked up and it sucks, but hear them first, like hear them loud and clear and, and don't try to change their mind. I know it's hard to like let go of somebody and especially when you really like them. Um, I promise you, I, I was dating this guy and you know it was like we're casually dating um but not in the sense of when people say oh i'm casually dating i think you're sleeping around like no it was like we're just being casual we'll you know hang out we'll go out on dates we don't talk every day well when we do we you know go watch movies hang out have a great time and if he decided he wanted to spend and do that in the same space with other people that was fine because we were just casually dating um and he you know after a while was like i know that you want something serious and i'm just you know gonna be honest with you i can't give you not right now i can't give you what you want i said listen and i told him okay well i appreciate you for being honest with me um hey perfect thank you i think at this point we should stop talking stop hanging out and maybe, you know, at a later time, we can circle back and be just friends. Um, but I think it'd be best if we give some space for feelings that may have, you know, evolved to die down before we try to be friends. Because I don't think trying to immediately be friends right this moment is smart. Um, let him go. And I promise you, you don't miss out on anything that is not for you, A. And B, the moment you let go of what you're holding on to, that's not yours the amount of things that are yours that fill your hands i promise you it'll be so much greater oh yeah girl the reward that i got after releasing him was a great so, yeah let's say if you felt like a new person huh girl new person um smiles <laughs> basking in the ambiance <laughs> love to hear it girl it, it's amazing however um nothing is perfect either like and i think people also need to understand that when you're dating your idea of what you like i have this perfect idea and we're going to be this and we're going to be that and not what you're going to get right sorry and, i mean yeah, you know a lot of people are out here like on dating apps or out like out and about or meeting people or they're, I won't say they're out here to waste your time, but they're really just thinking about themselves in most cases. So like, say I get on dating apps, I use them to get a boyfriend. Some people use them to fuck and that is it. Some people use them to validate if they're still cute or not. And they've got no intention on meeting anyone and they're just swiping, waiting for women to be like, oh, you're so hot. Oh, you do this. Oh, da, 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 da. They, it's dating is just like 
and I sound old saying this, it's just not what it used to be. It's just different, you know, like beyond things beyond. are different. Yeah. Have egos, people are not raised by human beings. It seems like they've got no respect for you or themselves. And you're just like, why are we here together? Um, wasting our time, money, and, you know, sanity. I thought we came here to have this good time. People will go on a first date and be like, I just got into something and I'm not looking for anything serious. So, so what are you doing you on Bumble and Hinge? What, why do you have three dating apps if you know you're not trying to start a relationship? And that is the craziest shit ever. And that, I'm telling y'all, my mom used to tell us growing up that people get hurt physically by playing with people emotionally. And when I was younger, I did not. I'm like, what are you talking about, lady? You old. Now that I'm older, I'm like, she was not lying. Like, when people's feelings are hurt, there's no telling the extremes they will go to. Like, being honest with people, you guys go such a long way. And it doesn't even have to be brutal honesty. It could just be transparent honesty to, like, literally... Why are you even taking somebody on a date if you're not looking for anything? Like, why even get it to that point? Why are you even on a dating site? Or if you get on a dating site, put it in your bio. Not looking for Where'd anything serious so that people who are looking for something serious could just swipe what, right? What, Thank right? you. Swipe and what? there's absolutely nothing wrong with two people just wanting to have sex, consensual sex, and that is why they're on something. And I kind of got into a conversation with someone um, that was like about three of us, and we were talking about sex on the first date. And basically, the, the consent, like we all basically said that we felt different at different points of life. Yes. Where, you know, like where we would do that or where we're like, oh, heck no, I can't do that. Or, you know, we've all had a bad experience and we're like, mm -hmm. oh, fuck, no, I don't do that shit anymore. I'm like, no, I'm too afraid to do this. Or it's like, you know, mm -hmm. one girl, you know, got like roofied and she was like, no, I don't even make plans to go back to someone's house because, you know, that's kind of like an invitation for them to do whatever they want with me. You know, like I don't want them at my house because I don't want them to know where the fuck I live. You know, it's just like there were just like a bunch of different reasons. And it was like, you know, it really went with like experience and times in our lives. Because there is no straight yes or no. You can't there give a definitive on that because it definitely is situational. Because um, I definitely, oh God, I went through a phase of, and I used to tell people, I don't fuck on the first date. Like, if that's what you think is going to come of the first date, like, I'm just telling you now. Um, and you get some dudes that are like, what? Super offended. Some dudes that are okay with it. Some dudes that are like, oh, okay, thanks for letting me know. And then ghosts, like, okay, I'm not talking to that bitch again. And then yeah. there's other dudes I don't mention it because I want to fuck them on the first day. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm not worried. You want to fuck? Well, let's fuck each other then. So <laughs> for sure, like, I definitely know, like, after a heartbreak, I am dating to have sex. I'm just dating to feel validated that Girl. goes away quickly and then after that i'm like you know what it would be nice to be serious about someone i'll let them wait i'll do this and then after a while i was like if i'm feeling it cool if i'm not i will fucking know girl and you know 
I mean, when I was on tour, Taylor and the girl on tour, having me a great old grandiose time, I absolutely was like, I was very safe, obviously, but I wasn't thinking of marriage with anybody. Like I was, you know, entertaining people to strictly entertain them. And no, I was not being a hoe. So before y'all take that and run with it, I wouldn't be a no hoe. Entertaining means, oh, I'm just going on dates or I'm just pulling up at somebody's house at two o'clock in the morning to go watch their dog. Like, you know, right. <laughs> Shit like that. But if you are going to have sex on the first date, ooh, make sure someone knows. Like, and I know it's like, I don't know if I need to know that I'm about to go. No, if I'm literally, and I have done this, Taylor will tell, I Taylor, I have Taylor's location and she has mine. Yeah. I text Taylor, hey, I'm going on a date. This is what he looks like. This is where we're going. I'll text you and let you know if I'm going to a different location from the one I'm sending you now. Yeah. Oh, hey, I'm going to his house. At that point, Taylor's like, oh, shit. Um, okay, everything okay? Like, I'm going to wait up to hear from you. Like, at that point, it's okay. I need to get focused because she's now going from being in public to being in private. I need to make sure my friend is going to be safe at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. um, and shit, both of my, like, literally. And even when it's like, okay, I'm back home. Like, we have a whole protocol. I ain't going to tell y'all because y'all going to try to steal it. But mm -hmm. I have ways to make sure they know, like, I am alive and I am back home. That's greater than just a text. Um, but make sure someone knows. That is one of my biggest do's. Make sure someone knows where you are at all times if you are going to go to someone's house. The yeah. other thing is like, some of y'all really need to know y'all's friends. I be seeing like documentaries and fucking movies and shit and motherfuckers be like, this happened to this person and then they go to ask the friends and the friends be like, I don't know anything about that. Like, you don't know your friend? Right. Like, nigga, no. If God forbid something happens to one of my friends and the fucking coroner and fucking autopsy comes back that they were drugged. They're like, oh yeah, I've seen them do drugs all the, you fucking lie. My friends don't do nothing. No, mm -mm. Nope. They, somebody did it. Girl, did I ever tell you about the time when I was bartending, there was this group of friends and one girl, she was on her ass, couldn't control her liquor, passed out in the bathroom, her whole group of friends left her. Left the building. Tragic. Left the building. Like, left her. She wakes up finally because, you know, me and some other girl have to get her up. She's basically dead weight. Mm -hmm. We're like, hey, uh, where's that group of people that you were with? And I was looking around for them. I'm like, they're not fucking here. Like, they left this girl for dead in the bathroom. Like, her group of friends, they came back. I cussed them all out. I was like, wow, like she could be dead and y'all left her like, and they're looking at me all stupid. I'm like, I should call the cops. On y'all, fuck. And <laughs> I, I should call the cops. That is one thing. I'm about to be off in an hour and that shit'll take all night. So y'all yeah, better be glad I'm ready to go home. And get her home. Y'all are terrible friends and I hope she remembers this and she never talks to you again. Ever again. And that is one thing about me like being a sober, sober soul. I be seeing everything. You know what? I mean, this no way. A month, like this not drinking. I'm like, yeah, you do see things different when you're not drunk. Yes. Girl, I mean, I catch. So, 
one of my birthday trips, we're in a bar, everybody obviously around, drunk, talking loud, not fucking paying attention. And me and my plus one are sober souls. So I look over and I'm like, and I literally walk around. I don't say no, no, make no noise. I don't say nothing. And I go over, girl, a whole bill sitting on the ground. I must have stepped on it, been down and picked it up. And the only two people in that fucking establishment that see me pick up that money is the only two sober people in the fucking building. Right? The only people like, because seriously, like, I've lost so much being drunk. Yes! Motherfuckers wake up. Whoever woke up the next day and was missing money, thank you. It's on you. They probably have no clue they're missing money. They probably was like, oh, I just probably spent it at the bar. Like, that's the crazy part. Like, I sure did pick that money up quick as fuck with zero hesitation. And the crazy part is, is there was hella people standing around and I had to hit the, excuse me, excuse me. Nigga bent down and picked it up. No, and no, nobody even cared that I was bending. Like, what is she bending over for? Like, literally dropping it like it's hot squatting in the middle of the club to slow jams. What did nobody like? That's how drunk my fuckers was. Like, if I see a motherfucker just randomly bending over, like, what are you, what is going on? What is she doing? But it's because I'm sober. Um, that's another do and don't. Do not go to someone's house under the influence. Because at a certain point, that blurs the line of consent. I don't know if y'all, when I get drunk, I like to have sex. Ma'am, sir, I do want y'all to know that in the court of law, that is definitely teetering on the line of consent because you technically are not in your right state of mind. So y'all need to be intoxicated. You think you like that shit because you're drunk. I, you know, I don't drink. And I'm not saying like I never did because in high school, me and my twin used to get lit. Which is how I know. I don't see how y'all be fucking when y'all drunk. Like, don't that just make y'all want to throw up? Like, if you're dizzy, a lot's happening. Like, you don't feel sick? It depends. Like, I've definitely been drunk as hell and like had sex for hours. But it's like... <laughs> Let me tell you. you know. It definitely depends on like who you're with the person, but you know, sometimes drinking is just uncomfortable and you think you're happy, but you're just taking that happiness from tomorrow. This is just, you know, it's not actually happiness. Like you're going to pay for this. Oh Lord, jumping Jehoshaphat. I don't know. I can't. I think I'm also, I think I'm too, and I'm not old. So before y'all be like, she sound old. I think I'm too up there in age to start drinking like I'm young right now. Like if I start drinking like a fish right now at this age, you can't. You hey. could, but like, you know, you'd probably develop like an, a problem. Girl, yes. I'd be a wino and ain't happening. Oh God. At this age, I promise I keep saying that like I'm just like oh this shit. I just I couldn't do it. I, I I couldn't. It's okay. We're not judging those who do drink. Get your swerve on. I just. Well, some people can handle it. It's not for me. However, I will give you guys a tip. Um, before you go out drinking, if you pop like an Advil, I promise you it works. 
it works because I, I know because I'm such the drinker. You pop an Advil before you go out and drink an entire electrolyte, like the Pedialyte. Okay. Drink the entire thing. You will not have a hangover. And then in the morning when you wake up, sniff Vicks, you good. You're good. Yeah, I heard. Yep, I heard it. I heard that that works. Like, no, it works. Girl. Like, get at, because oftentimes when you drink, what's happening is you're dehydrating yourself. So that's where okay. a hangover comes from is because you're dehydrated. Um, and so the Tylenol is to make sure you don't get the headache and the, the Pedialyte is to give your body the electrolytes to battle the alcohol. And the Vicks, somebody of Hispanic descent told me it works. <laughs> and it's funny because I kid you not, I have tried every hangover remedy and the shit doesn't fucking work. I'm still hungover. They're like, oh, smoke some weed. Okay, well, now I'm just high and have a hangover. Oh, yes. do this, do that. I'm like, no, like in time, like time is yeah. the only thing that's going to get rid of this fucking hangover to me, at least. I've been hungover now during. I'll be hungover for two days off two glasses of wine. So I was like, all right, this is promise you. I go out like I'm go out like that. But when I go out, I be like, I didn't drink. Why am I so fucking tired? Why why? Why am I feeling lethargic? And I <laughs> did shit. Like, what is happening? Or after a good weekend with the right person, I'd be like, look, I need 24 <laughs> hours from you. Get Go, you go your way. I'm gonna go mine, and I'm gonna talk to you when I wake up in a couple of days. Like, I'm not. it be like that though. Um, but if you go have sex on the first date, don't let nobody shame you for it. Just be responsible. Make sure someone knows um, where you're going. Um, dating is okay. The problem is like that Taylor and I was talking about is it's a lot different. Um, and some of the things in navigating with dating, I think right now in, in partial, part of our culture and society is dating for longevity. The other part is still fucking around. Um, I, more of the people around me are dating for longevity and they're dating with intent and for a purpose. Um, and so if you are in that population of people, it comes with some some tough questions, some tough conversations. Um, and there's not very many of us that are dating without children. And I say this because I have two really, really close friends who are both dating with children and in watching how they navigate dating versus me and Taylor who do not have children is just like, this is such a different dynamic. <laughs> For sure. Um. And some people, and I will tell you, when I made that list of hard no's, I was like, oh, I don't want to date a man with kids. And it wasn't me being like, uh, no. My reason was I'm still selfish because I haven't had a reason not to be. I am a single individual. I don't have children of my own. Um, I don't have, like, I didn't, I didn't grow up with living younger siblings like that. Like, it's me and my cute ass dog. Like, that's my son. It's just the two of us. I spoil him as much as I spoil me. So, you know, so that's my nature. So to be in a relationship with someone who has other priorities was like, 
uh, no, because I want to come first. I'm still prima ballerina. I'm a brat. Make me your first priority. However, the moment you make me your first priority and you have children, I no longer want to be with you because why would you put somebody before your children? So <laughs> it was me realizing my selfishness and being realistic and transparent with myself. Um, but then I had to take a step back and I'm like, if what I want, like my truest, like the desires of my heart, if I really, really want them, what the fuck happens? if that comes from a guy with kids and it blew my fucking mind. Yeah. That blew my mind. About it. I'm like, what if everything that I want can be served to me on a silver platter? And the caveat is that he has children. And, you know, you as a person, you know, that's a possibility. That is something that you are making, you know, I mean, when dating someone with children, it comes with boundaries, it comes with patience, it comes with respect, but it also has to come with a little transparency. Um, because if I'm going to date someone with children and those children are at, are at some point become like, for me, if I'm dating you, I'm choosing you. Flaws and all, everything that you come with. So if we dating and you're stuck at work and we're just dating, and this is just my nature, and you're like, fuck, I'm still at work. I don't have anybody to go get my son. And I can do it. I'm going to get up and do it. But nowadays, it's like, when is the right time to introduce your children to this person you're dating do you wait for the how like how long and i think that's also been one of my like biggest things because again i have friends who do have children and are dating and even their timelines on when they introduce their children to people is different um and so i'm just like all right I can't. <laughs> um, did I ever send you the video of this guy is on a first date with this girl and he brings like his baby girl who's like younger than one. She was like, oh, he bought his daughter on the first date. How cute. How would you react? Um, first, I thought that was a joke and that that was that girl. I thought that was their daughter. Okay. Oh, okay. I may be wrong. Um, how would I react if a guy brought his daughter on the first date? Um, Taylor, you know my nature. So, you know, I'm going to be like, oh, my gosh, she's adorable. Like, for me, I'm going to eat that up. But I'm also asking questions like, wait, what happened? Like, what's going on? Like, because I, I, now I have more questions as to why she's here not like oh what the fuck is she doing here more so like is everything okay because you just brought your baby to our first date and you didn't give me a heads up like what's happening what's going on is her mama finna come up in here to pick her up and show her ass like what do i need to be prepared for <laughs> right like you know there's also like the option of it being right in your face and like they come as a package deal from the beginning or waiting until you know you will be with this person and then 
that's when you can decide whether you want to see the kid or not you know what i mean yes i feel like that is a good approach but the caveat to that is let's say you and this person are dating and have been dating and you're like oh my god this is she's the he's the one she's the one and then you go to introduce them to the kids and now they don't even like the kid the kids don't like them they don't like the kids but you now are really devoted and really into it with this person and now chaos and confusion is causing them up you've waited all this time to make sure that she was the right person or he was the right person and now you got dennis the menace on your hands right his at you and there was that other video of the little boy in the back seat like get out the car oh taylor okay so for those of you that I have said, not i could do it you have the patience you would like i just like think of us both in that situation i'm like no i would get out the car and be like listen the day is done thank <laughs> you this has been wonderful but that's not my kid i'm not dealing with his fucking oh my bad ass Taylor. So those of you that don't know what Taylor and I are talking about, there was a video came out like maybe last year. And there was a girl who had went on a date with her dude and his son. And the guy had went into the store and left the, the girlfriend and his son in the car together. And the little boy was kicking the back of her seat, telling her to get out the car and just fucking young ass little boy could like four or five, maybe six. And was kicking the shit out of her. So like, get out the car. I hate you. I don't like you. Just being mean to her. And she's just sitting there recording, looking in the camera, shaking her head, like not saying or doing nothing. And to be honest with you, Taylor, I, I have patience when it comes to children. But in that moment, I probably would have turned around with the most gracious look and told that baby, I think you probably should stop. Mm -hmm. And if that didn't work, I'm going to get out the car to your daddy come back because you're not finna yeah. be bullying me. <laughs> I get right out that car. I was like, listen, the next thing is the back of my hand across his big ass head. So let me not. And I'm patient with kids too, but kids in my family don't act like that. So when I see that happen, I'm like, everyone's kids are different. Very, because I wish upon all the moons and stars that any of my younger relatives would ever, not that I had a part in, you know, helping raise because uh, I, mm, I'd whoop their ass, grown or not. Like, don't, I'm never, I'm never gonna just be okay with that. And in the event that I was dating someone and that's how their children treated me, I'm, it sounds like a fucking kid, but you need to know that your child acts like this. And I want to see how you react. Because in that moment, if I would have told his dad, like, hey, your son did this and got it on video, and he would have just reacted like, oh, that's just how he acts sometimes. We right. can't be together. Because I even know right then and there, we don't even parent the same. So in the event that I got pregnant, exactly. you're going to be hella dismissive, and I'm going to need your support as a parent. And this is how you react? Like, hell no. Nah. Like, don't say something stupid. Be like, he does that. It's like, well, he does. shit, and that can't be a thing. I mean, you better know when I, I don't even call it dating anymore. Like, literally, I'd be like, I'm going to host an interview because, uh, <laughs> because when I was dating, I, I'm not dating anymore. Um, when I was dating, I used to be like, um, I'm going to host some interviews. And I used to ask questions. I wasn't even on the date to date. Like when people go on dates, you're going for the atmosphere, for the food, for the company. No, 
I'm coming for answers. Let's let pay. I'm about to pay. You finna pay me to ask you questions. Come on, pay for this food so I can quiz you because I need to know all of this up front. And I mean, I don't be asking regular questions. My fucking date questions be Do you have a history of mental health in your family? What is yeah. your parenting style like? How long do you feel like you need to be upset after an argument? How do you approach an argument when you feel like you're upset or have been wronged? Then be my fucking questions on the first date. And motherfuckers be like, hmm, that's a good question. I never thought about that. Duh, because you want me to ask you what your favorite color is, nigga. We are not, we're not looking for crayons. We're not looking for crayons. Yeah. I don't care what your favorite color is. That has been one huge thing that I'm very grateful for for dating a Taurus. Like he is so motherfucking out and about with his feelings. Like some shit, I didn't ask him. He just ready to put everything on the line. I said, okay, cool. Like this really helps, you know, knowing things like very quickly. But it's also like, I feel like, you know, if say he had to deal with his ex and had a kid with her, I don't know if we'd have the same relationship. We wouldn't because I have to deal with her ass. Girl. Um... And the way she sounds, they'd have a very, um, Dennis the Menace child. Dang. See, is what the fuck I'm getting from it. Girl, I can't. Um, I have been blessed with a Sagittarius, and I I don't think I've ever dated a Sagittarius before. I'm really trying to think uh, if I ever dated you and you're Sagittarius. I don't know. It's all right. Oh, you're not memorable. Uh, clearly, because I'm like, have I ever? Um, and feelings wise some days some days he's very much so hey you're dismissing how i feel and i'm like oh my god i'm sorry or he's like i've opened up to you and i don't feel like you're handling me in the proper manner and i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry. like to have a man that communicates is an amazing thing we live in such a culture where men feel like they don't have to vocal like they can't vocalize how they feel or they can't advocate on behalf of their own feelings like yo speak the fuck up speak up um, or i won't know literally like you expect the same way you tell me you can't read my mind you who the hell you think i am i can't read yours either this is not what women want i can't read your mind um and so to have that transparency and a partner who's okay with being open um and I mean, I couldn't give you the dynamic of baby mother dynamic. Um, however, what I do know is that he does not play about me. And that, and I'm standing 10 toes down on that one. So in the event that a baby mother had ever, right. whatever, thought mm -hmm. about ever. It's not going to happen. It ain't. Not, not when it come to him. I mean, when it come to him, he don't play that shit. And I know he don't. We were in, we were in the club together and somebody called my name and he looked like who the fuck is calling her before I literally I was record. I was literally making a video and this person called my name and we both at the same time was like and after I asked, why did you turn around? He's like, because I had to see what the fuck was going on to make sure you was good. Oh, shit. You better be ready. Yeah, it's yeah, it is really nice. And yeah, I was just thinking about that or um, you know, especially like 
my two older siblings are now single and they have children. And I'm just taking my brother, for example. He is just like our dad, you know, they can't stand each other, but they're the same person. My dad has a bunch of children. My brother has a bunch of children. Oh, so his most recent stunt is, um, so he's got like his um, son, who's probably almost two, spinning image of him, his twin, da 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 Him and that girl have been like in a viral Facebook argument for the past two years. Like I'm they're so they're them arguing, like them calling each other out, them spreading each other's business. The hey, someone give me a ride. I need to get to this trifling bitch's house to pick up my son. Okay, so they're not a thing. My brother moves in with some woman. We're not gonna mention her skin color, but by the end of the story you'll know. <laughs> um, who's totally okay living in his madness while he feuds with his ex-girlfriend and she's staying at his house. Okay. So then a couple months later, my brother goes to prison. Wow. Why did some random girl reach out to my sister being like, Hey, this is our son. My sister's like, who are you? She's like, yeah, I had a kid with your brother and he needs money on his books. Like, can you, she said in pictures and everything. And I'm just like, when is the joke going to end? Like, and he still dates, like, and he still gets women to have them move into his house. I'm like, no one's situation, you know, like, I'm not saying like, you know, they're desperate, but I'm like, you know, you can do better than this. So for the simple mm -hmm. fact that you subject yourself to him, is outrageous to me mm -hmm. it's outrageous and i'm like you know what dating is hard but i refuse to deal with some of the bullshit that some people are very very patient and do i just can't i think i think when you're in certain situations your patience levels grow <laughs> like when you have children it's like you get a whole new fucking occupancy for patients that like fucking surpasses all that you only get when you have kids. True. Yeah. You you put up with different things and I just, I don't have the patience. I don't know if I ever will. Taylor, that is one of my fears because obviously every woman wants to be a mother, but I often tell like, because, you know, we're at that age where family, every fucking time a family member see you, they're like, oh, you don't got no kids yet? Well, you going to have some kids. Like, is you going to help me take care of them? First question. But Thank you. I have come to the conclusion that I'm ready to have children, but I'm not ready to be a mother. So until I'm ready to be a mother, I'm not having kids. Because people think they're the same. No. When you have kids, you can, anybody can have a kid, but to be a mother, that is that is different that that takes a lot to be a mother and mm -hmm. girl some days i forget to put water in rocko rocko in his water bowl so ain't no <laughs> i'll be at work like oh fuck i forgot to give him water i'm gonna be here all day like oh, it's be like, all right all my plants are dead how am i gonna have a kid girl i'm looking at one right now that i ain't watered in <laughs> so it's shit like that and i'm like I, I, i'm not I'm not ready. However, I do know that when I decide to be ready and decide to have children, I know I'm going to be an amazing mother. Um, yeah. And I know that God is going to give me the patience because God knows, I know 
that my child is going to act like me. And even if my child don't act like me and he decides to act like his father or act like one of my siblings, it's at least a personality I know I ain't going to be able to have the patience for. <laughs> like, dead ass, like, no. Like, okay, my sister, she's very, very, very selfish. Love her to pieces. She's also very, like, quiet. Like, she stays to herself. But even if my child had her personality, I'd be like, oh, uh-uh, you got to go stay with her. Cause I'm not, That's we didn't good. get along as siblings. You think I'm about to get along as your mama? You got to That's go. Good. I can't do it. Um, If right this very moment I had to have a, and I had a baby with, you know, my plus, oh, God. Um, and they acted just like him. I'm going to get back to you. <laughs> He's not that bad. I mean, mm -mm. Mm. He's quiet, so it may be okay. Personality-wise, though, I don't know, Taylor, if you had to do it, would you be okay? I don't know. It makes you think. It really makes you think that if you had to have a person, a baby by the person you were dating right this moment and they acted like that person, would you have the patience to deal with them? I don't know. I, you know, things are just so new and um, I, I would feel the same way. <laughs> like, you know, like out of anyone who I've ever dated, I definitely see it the most with him, but I don't know. I, it's crazy to think about. It is extremely crazy to think about because, especially because I know, like I've heard so many stories and I've met him. I'm like, please. But I'm also not with him every day. Like, right. <laughs> so exactly. I can easily be like, and you're the exact same. We're like, no, I like him. He's cool. And I'm like, he is. And then there'd be times where I'd be like, I'm going to have Taylor right by your house. Show the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I'd be like, oh, but like in nature, nature, he's such a sweetheart. So I get it. I mean, in that aspect, yeah. But when you really think about like their personality and the shit that drives you crazy about them, you'd be like, I would have to parent that forever, literally forever. And then they're like, people are like, well, that is all depends on how you raise them. If the person that I am with is helping me raise them, they gonna be the same way. <laughs> Thank you. It's like co-parent. Like I'm not the only one. Oh man, I I don't know, girl. I mean, we've definitely talked about it, and I'm like. Like, okay, everybody knows who little Samaj is, the little black baby. Ma'am, washing dishes. You. you got shoes on, though. Oh, my God. Little guy He's ever. So he is so cute. I just love his little face. With his job, he got a job at Five Below, another one at Chuck E. Cheese. I yes. mean, he's bringing in revenue. It ain't even five yet. I think he's only like two or three. So he's adorable. Two, and he has like the cute, like he's just so cute. I'd probably squeeze him if I ever hugged him. Girl, and got the manners. At funniest one, and it's super funny to me because it happened to me the other day and I instantly thought about him. I had just gotten home and if I'm going to cook, I have to cook to music. So I turned some music on as soon as I got to the house. And then I'm like getting undressed for work and 
literally i walk out into my room and i'm like why is it so loud in here turn it down it's making me nervous and i instantly him. instantly when he told his mom turn the tv down it's making me nervous like you are too what do you know about loud noises making you nervous like Listen. i love him he is i literally just watch his videos and he be so ma'am the one sir and his dad's like you got two dollars yeah can i borrow two dollars to tomorrow just wait till tomorrow wait, the best was when he had his mom's lotion he said this for your eczema your arms be itching baby is so cute and it'd be videos like that and i'd be sending them and i'd be like yo your son's gonna be like this like i don't care what nobody say this is how the fuck your child's gonna act and we just be cracking up because i'm like why but then they posted a video of like i think it was like her mom and him i'm like he spends oh, time with her like he no, has that's him. that's her grandma that's who watches him that's my grandmother that's her grandma that's who watches him oh see and yeah. that is why he acts like that okay no, yeah, yes so every time she asks him something she's like who you get that from he's like that's what mom say that's mom <laughs> yes her that's his he is literally being watched by his great great grandmother well great grandmother. So no, great grandma yes great grandmother um because that's her grandmother yes that's her grandma who watches him when they're when she, she the babysitter because she retired but she looked Wait. young too she does that's why i was like i thought that was her mom uh-uh that's her grandma that's mom she's like they're probably mad at you because you two time in your girlfriends i was like he's gonna say that like that's mom. gonna repeat her that's the one that told him about the ingrown toenail <laughs> the one who got him talk about it watching his pictures <laughs> said, but get me down from here so i can go watch my pictures she's watch your pictures yes and she said you serious yeah get me down yeah. like why is he eating lima beans and neck bones he's two he's like benjamin button he is oh. he's really 70. he that boy that boy somebody great grandpa earl reincarnated because <laughs> ain't no he's way he, he is so cute he dead as is adorable i'm gonna have to screen i'm literally gonna crop this piece of the segment out and send it to his mama because he's that so baby is he's wash the dishes but you're making a mess, you got water everywhere. So you got some gold though. Like that baby is cute. He said, just let me wash the dishes. You in the way, damn. Go over and clean up. <laughs> he did. That baby is so freaking adorable. I mean, so adorable. Um it's your arms be itching. You got insulin, which is super, it's amazing to see healthy and happy families because some people are not privileged enough to have that and some people have real toxic family you know upbringings and toxic traits and it's super crazy i seen something the other day and i posted it this girl said your parents pretty much were in charge of your toxic childhood don't let them be in charge of your adulthood yeah and i'm like ding 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 because our generation we are going through an evolving stage yeah we want to heal we want to forgive we want to be healthy we want to break these um generational curses 
And in breaking some of those curses, it entails us having these courageous and strong conversations with our parents. Problem is our parents don't have the fucking bandwidth to be receptive to the shit they did to us. No, never. They'll they'll take that to the grave. Like, girl, try to like as a thirty year woman, like say you've gone through therapy. You're trying to tell your mom something. Well, that was never my intention. Well, why'd you bring me here? Well, I was the best mom. Well, my mom didn't get me here. None of that is relevant. I'm trying to have a conversation with you about one thing. Here you go, bring up other things, which you could say is sorry, and I will make a conscious effort to never do something like that again. And I'm sorry I made you feel that way. And now you gotta apologize. Thank you for vocalizing how you felt. Why? I'm allowed to talk about what I went through. And then they'd be like, nope, that happened so long ago. Why you still bring it up? Motherfucker. That's the yep. point of, that's the that's the point of healing is to bring it up to to get get over to get past it. And it sucks that we have to live in that space because in doing so we are trying to rewrite the narrative not only for ourselves but for when we have children because there's no way I want my children to feel how I felt growing up. In our mm-hmm. household advocating for yourself and speaking on behalf of your emotions was considered talking back. If I do something to my child and they don't like it, I want my kids to be like, "Hey ma, like as long as you're not trying to lace me up, talk to me crazy and use no profanity. I want you to tell me what I did wrong or how I made you feel. Our parents, they'd be ready to backslap you because you even breathe a little too hard. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, how come like getting hit was like your go-to to solve things? Because even like certain things, I would wonder, I'm like, now why the hell? Like, I know I was out of line, you know, did what I wanted at times, but I'm just like, there could have been so many other ways for her to explain that to me. And it just wasn't. And then it just makes me sad because like, you know, like in this age, like I'll have lots of women friends and they're just like kind of going through the same things with their mom. Like, especially like when I was visiting, um, when I was back in town and I was talking to like, you know, the person I was staying with, you know, like we just kind of like had like an hour to two hour event about our moms and our dynamic with our moms. And it's just like, she's got two brothers. And she was like, my mom coddles my brothers. They don't give yeah. a shit about her. They don't do shit. They don't check in. When she calls me, I am over here. And let me do one thing not right by her. And then she wants to tell me the terrible, ungrateful, you know, I don't care about her. I don't think about anyone other than myself. She would never speak that way towards my brothers. And it's just like, I'm the only one here helping you. But you can be so quick to make me feel this way. You're acting like the fucking sun comes out of their asses and they're not shit. Mm-mm. I mean, that has been black. And I won't even say black culture because I watch some Hispanic. I watch brown. I'll say the brown community. Yeah, They're really, really big on coddling their sons was throwing like not in the sense throwing them away but pretty much like making their daughters grow up early and, and fucking letting their kids their sons be just all over the place it's not okay and then when they go to jail it's everybody else's fault no 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 that's your fault you should have did you know uh-uh yeah or it's just like say if you know like i was 21 and I had a brother who was 19. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had a kid at 21, I'm an idiot, I'm a failure, I'm this, that I threw my life right. away. But let him have a kid. It's the fucking oh my family God. miracle. Everybody loves him. Everybody, I know it's just, it's, it's 
definitely, and I see it in my family, I see it in other people's families. It's just like that kind of, um, I won't say shoots us in the foot, but it's also like, okay, so if you have like this weird sense of love, how are you going to date someone who like, you know, is worth your time? Like, how are you going to understand how to give a love that you've never really felt? So it's just like, it's hard learning love when it's taught, like, when it's time to like love someone outside of your family, if you haven't really gotten that prior. Taylor, I literally, you just touched on something. I just had this conversation um, with my best friend actually this morning um, about how rewriting the narrative is not as easy as people make it seem. Yeah, it isn't when you have never been exposed to what a happy and a healthy relationship and a love looks like, and you're trying to navigate it by yourself for the first time with another individual that wants it just as much as you do, it is the hardest, most terrifying thing of life. I will be very transparent. And I have been in verbally abusive relationships, physically abusive relationships. And to the point where I was like, Oh God, am I ever going to be in a real, like a happy, you know, genuine long-term relationship? And it took me to go like do my own healing to realize that I have to write that narrative. Like I can't allow past traumas and triggers or my upbringing to de like derail me from wanting that. Like it's a desire for, for a purpose, for a reason. And so being in a relationship and trying to like make it a happy one and keep it a happy one is so hard. Yeah. So hard because it's like, when you're used to fighting every day, you're used to your partner saying some offhanded crazy shit to you. You're used to someone manipulating you. You're used to someone gaslighting you. You're literally used to like, oh fuck, well, if we're not texting, I already know he's cheating on me. Like he's not right. texting me. I know he's texting somebody else. And you know that this to be true or we're not together. So I know he's fucking another girl. And you know, and you know this for a fact that, you know, this has happened before. And then you get in a relationship or you're dating someone and shit goes silent and you're like, oh God. And now you're texting him. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you? And you literally are reacting from your traumas and your trauma responses have you literally thinking about shit that is not, even happening and you have to sit down shut the fuck up and rewrite your thought process and tell yourself what you think is happening is not happening or you have an amazing partner who you can be transparent with and say these are the thoughts that i'm having and i just need you to help me process them right but it is so not easy and when you have been, you know, raised in a <clears throat> toxic household and environment and you're now an adult and you can choose your own environment, you don't know what the fuck to do. It's like a baby fresh out of the fucking womb. You're like, what am I doing? Like you're really navigating, like you grew up to be an adult, to be a child because you now have to teach yourself. You have to unlearn everything your parents taught you and put you through and try to learn so many new things it is so fucking crazy and i yeah i was also going to touch on this like it's not even like you're starting fresh it's like kind of like tainted like it's also just like you know you're kind of like tarnished in a way you could be jaded because you haven't seen anything that healthy and if you haven't seen anything that healthy healthy you've seen unhealthy things so it's just like i know i don't want that but i don't know 
how to go about never having that happen? It's tough because you come from a place of like, you're a genuine person because you know how it feels for people not to be genuine to you. But then you have this skewed outlook that everyone is eventually going to fucking fuck you over. And you're like, I don't want to think like that. I don't want to feel like that. Like you are trying to tell yourself the opposite. And it's so, and then what makes it worse, which sorry to say that the family that fucking traumatized you, you still got to be around. So you're trying to live a whole new life that has nothing to do with them. And it's still got to be around them. Yeah, for sure. It's not a good feeling. Girl, not at all. Like a lot of my friends are kind of going through the same thing with their moms and it's all black women. I'm like, okay. A lot of our moms around the same age and like maybe this was just the time. But we definitely have to get through that because you know when it is time to love someone it's harder and you'll be the first person to be like no one treats my baby that way it's like you did and this is why it's happened to me again rewrite the narrative rewrite the narrative um because it's like out here people are getting like love bomb which i know was a made-up word very recently and you know like kind of getting fooled by these people because they're like i love you i want this i want kids and you know we're kind of like falling into that very very quickly or it's just like i'll never forget the first time my partner said to me like i did think it was very fast but it was a great feeling and i know like people do want to feel loved they want to feel validated but some people take advantage of that along with taking advantage of your time and your you know heart a lot of women are out here getting scammed and i thought the tinder swindler would open up a lot of women's eyes i still i'm talking to women who are that like oh yeah he asked me for a hundred dollars he's asked me like four times he says he'll give it back but he hasn't i'm like how many times have you hung out she was like twice Mm -hmm. girl like they think they're slick and it's just like you know we'd watch dateline when we were younger there'd be a guy saying i'm in kenya i need to i need to get home people will move in with you not even knowing you just be like we just met but we should live together like we shouldn't (laughs) taylor said no we shouldn't we shouldn't do that yeah taylor said we shouldn't we should do that that's scary I think that maybe my, you know, like, I know that sounds stupid, but it's like, you know, some people have reservations for marriage. And I honestly think that may be one of them. Living together? Yeah. Until we're like either engaged or married. See, I honestly, I'm one of those people that feel like we at least need to live in the same space, meaning same city. So I could spend like, let me come stay at your house for a week and let me see what the dynamic is, how much patience I have, and if I can do this long-term. Because ain't no way I'm about to not live with somebody, marry them, and now I have to be stuck with them. And now now I'm married somebody I don't even want to live with? No, I need to know your living style before we say some I do's because I say I do, I get to this house and now I don't? Uh Uh-uh. But by that time, you had seen how they live on their own. Not if you ain't not if you ain't never been to their house. 
Well, I mean, you can go to their house. I'm just saying, like, you and I buying a home will happen when we are married. Like, we're not going to sit here and act like, you know, we're playing house and be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, we're homeowners is- when we're not together. Like, yeah, no, um, that I won't, like, I, yeah, I agree with you there. Because you're in a relationship and then you guys buy a house together and then you break up. Who gets the house? And that, like, I don't even know if I want to have with you unless we had, you know, clear and, you know, we're not going to break up because I've seen people be together for eight years and break up nine years, 10 years, 15. Like, and that's not going to happen. Girl, um, who's that? Did, didn't Don, Danny Glover just ask for a divorce after mad years of being with the same, the same Danny place? Danny Glover. I'm not, let me go make, let me go make sure. Because he's probably well into his 70s. Girl, she said probably in his 70s. He uh, is. How old is Danny Glover before I even go to my next? 76. Girl, he's pushing 80s. Like, get away from it. He, 76? Danny Glover has confirmed his split and divorce from his second wife. He was frolicking with his realtor. Mm, mm, mm. He was what? Frolicking. I don't know why I thought you said frolicking. I said, girl, not him being He's probably doing that too, 76 and cheating. Nigga, you fit to kick the bucket. Thank you. You should stay with her. 70 I can't I can't uh-uh wait oh okay his wife is 55 well she could also be 23 so you know I guess 55 is you know a good age mm, mm. there's a 20 year age gap between them she'll be 56 I mean, you know what? I'm gonna mind my business because, like I said, I know a 23 year old with a 72 year old, no, 68 year old. Whatever floats the boat. I mean, and if they fit to kick the bucket, fuck it. Put me in your wheel, please. I was like, I can't tell if he's with her because she's young or she's with him because, you know, obviously he's an actor, but also like. His clock is ticking. Let's be real. Girl, like, you out here doing Pilates and working out. He can't keep up. He can barely walk without a cane. And he over here in some some swim shorts and no shirt on. Thank Mm. you. But, like, like, I'd always wonder. I'm just like, but you're so, like, quick and with it and this and that. Like, you don't want someone who can run around the gym with you? No? Okay. Uh-huh. Got it. You got it? Girl, I, I don't know. He ages age. I, and age also doesn't define maturity. I will definitely say that because I used to date somebody seven years older than me. And I'm like, you are a fucking child. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is also really strange, too, because I think I once dated someone maybe like five years, maybe no more than seven. But I'm like, wow, it feels like I'm the older person in this relationship. That's saying something like I don't feel good about that. Like I 
I don't think I should be talking to this person because I don't think I should feel like the older person. Yes. I, <clears throat> excuse me, felt like I was the older person a few times. I had to ask him, so, like, how old are you? Oh, shit. Like, sorry. I literally, one time we had gotten into it and I was like, your inability to be a man is fucking crazy because, Damn. you know, yeah, he went off. Don't ever fucking challenge my manhood. Well, well quit acting like a kid, buddy. Yeah, that's 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 embarrassing. Like, oh my goodness, did I ever tell you the story about that guy? Well, I've I've probably told you, I don't know if I've said it on the show, and like I maybe I okay, something triggered. Okay, because some something that I'm a part of, his name got mentioned. I was like, mm. and I was very honest about the story, but I left a lot out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously earlier we talked about how dating is scary. Okay. So it was like one of my first dates that I went on in LA. I was on a dating app, this really big, beautiful black man who surfs, um, matched with me. I said, okay, let's hit it. So, Oh, this is also something that I don't recommend to people. Don't give out your number until you are ready for this person to text you. Like, like if you can keep communication open on the app, keep it on that. Because once they have your number, that opens up a whole new fucking can of worms. Any fucking way. So I gave this man my number. Within minutes, he called me. He's like, hey, what are you doing right now? I said, um, <laughs> well, nothing, but what? what's up? He's like, let's go to lunch. I'm like, well, I don't have a car and I'm in wherever I was. He's like, okay, I'll come there. Mind you, it was over an hour drive. First red flag. So then we get where we are. Well, no, we get to um, lunch and then he acts extremely uninterested. So, you know, like this is like one of my first dates. I'm, you know, feeling very vulnerable, feeling like I'm not cute. I put on way too much makeup and he just gets there after he drove over an hour just to seem not amused with me. I'm trying to explain things about what I do. I barely get like, you know, any kind of reaction from him. He keeps going off about this canned water that he's doing. And mind you, Uh everyone's doing that now. So he's going off this, that, tell me what he does. Tell me he just bought a boat. Tell me he's got two cars, got his own spot. He's got a daughter. Um, I didn't ask about it because I wasn't interested and I didn't really seem like he was interested in me, whatever. So um, he invites me back to his house for champagne. And at the time that was my weakness. If you had champagne, I was there. So we go back to his spot. Conversation doesn't get any better. He's still kind of fucking rude to me. He, you know, isn't really paying me attention at his house. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll just start drinking. So I'm drinking, he's on his computer and I'm watching whatever. Long story short, he starts grabbing me. I'm like, fuck it, I'm here, whatever, let's do it. Then after that, he just passes out. Like he fell asleep. Like he was out cold, nigga snoring and everything. I'm like, I thought that you were going to drive me back to over an hour. We're, you took me fucking from no worries because that's why there's uber this that friends public transportation whatever so 
On my way home, didn't think about this man, never expected to hear from him. So this random day, I have friends from New Mexico visiting, and then he calls me. I didn't answer because I was like, what the fuck does he want? Calls again. I'm like, what the fuck? And so then he texts me. He's like, yo, um, hey, uh, I got into it. I'm, you know, I'm stranded at this basketball game. I left my wallet and all forms of ID in my other car. Um, send me some money and I'll pay you back and take you to dinner. I ignored that text for a solid eight hours. Mm-hmm. So then after at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I wonder if he got through it because I don't even know what made me text him. I don't even know. So then I text, he's like, oh, you forgot about me. I'm like, what? He was like, yeah, just send me the money because I, you know, I, I have no way of getting it. Mind you, he was with like six friends. So I'm like, now why did you look past six of your friends and call me some girl who you have not reached out until, you know, you... You don't even know if I got home that night. I could have gotten into a car accident on the fucking way. You like you've got that no clue. So for the simple fact that the first time you're reaching out to me, you're asking me for money, a stranger is stupid. So then we go back and forth. He's like, Well, I need it. Just send it to me. I'll pay you back. I'll take you to dinner. I don't need dinner. I just want you to fucking get the money from somebody else. So anyway. He's like, yeah, send it to my Venmo. And I'm like, well, why can't one of your friends send it to your Venmo? Like, I just, I was asking questions because I just, I don't understand why he'd be stranded all day and wait on me. You know, like, I'm not your girlfriend. I'm not anything to you. So why are we on the fucking phone? I said, this sounds like a Tinder swindle. He said, SMH, it's a need, it's not a want. And so then I just didn't respond to him. Then the last message of the night was um, the laughing, crying emoji, the middle finger emoji, the money bag emoji, and the peace sign emoji. He's like, and then there was a picture of a stack of money inside his car. And then he, was like, yeah, thanks for everything, LOL. Uh, they come real slime, but I'm about to find me a real one. <laughs> yeah, this is my favorite story because why? They come why? real slime. And girl, I saw the three dots and I just blocked his ass. I was like, for the simple fact that he thinks he's about to cuss me out is crazy. I mean, blasphemy. The audacity. So, yeah, I think, like, that's That's really what triggered. (laughs) I'm just like, yo, that is so wild that he had, you you know, like, and for whatever reason, me at a different point of life, or I know plenty of friends who wouldn't think twice. They'd be like, oh, my goodness, he needs this. I'm going to be a good person and give it to him. Mm -mm. I don't know. Don't ask me for shit. I won't ask you for shit. Now you can't even text me because you were disrespectful. But it was just like that could have been a great day that it, you know, you never know people's intentions. And men are really out here trying to scam women. Men will, women scam too, but men be, I mean, motherfuckers will really get over on you and then try to gaslight you for it. Like, how, Sway? How, how, why? Why would you do that? I, I feel you like uh, young money? Miami. Why would you do that, huh? Huh? 
yeah it's just like what did yeah what what did you think you'd accomplish by doing that because it's worked before so they thought they were going to accomplish what they often accomplish no after cussing me out because i didn't give him what he oh wanted. him girl he I'm wanted like, what you to think was gonna happen after that he wanted you to big and that ain't happening girl i don't need any of your crypto money you got you it. He's like, show me receipts to stuff. I'm like, I don't care that you just bought a $62,000 boat. Okay, a storm can happen and that shit and go right underwater. So it's like, I don't, I don't know right. why you think I should care about what you have. I don't care about what anyone else has. For real, for real. I mean, I, I don't fucking know. I'm trying to think if somebody's ever tried to. You just shake your head and you just give up because you don't even want to go there. Yeah. Um, okay, we will leave that there. Moving forward. So you guys know every episode we get a question submission. And I am going to locate today's question admission. Um, what what do we want to call this girl? Taylor, what's this girl's name? We're going to call her Tia. Okay. So Tia writes that she's been dating this guy um, and they met on a dating app and they've been seeing each other for a month and a half now. And she's obviously told her friends about this gentleman and it's still very fresh and new and they haven't made it official. I'm giving you guys backstory. Obviously we got all that. Um, I do. So I'm giving it to you guys. They have her in this gentleman who we'll call, we can't call him Joe, so we gotta get a different name. Uh, let's call him Matthew. All right, so Tia and Matthew have been dating, hooking up for the last month and a half, but they haven't made anything like exclusive. And Tia is now in a place where she's like, okay, is he a fuck boy? Do I let him go? Because everywhere we go, we're running into one of his old hookups and flings. Or, you know, do I stick it out and see what could come of it? Typical girls, we go and we talk to our friends. Like, what do you think I should do? Well, her group of friends tells her like, yeah, you should cut him loose because you shouldn't have to feel uncomfortable every time you guys go out in public. Um, because, hell, if you guys are going out in public and you guys are together, you shouldn't be getting ugly looks from women. And a woman had came up to her came up to Tia while her and Tia and Matthew were out and the girl told her to watch her back and be careful with Matthew. Uh -huh. Yes. And so she told her friends about everything. Her young, she has two groups of friends, a below 30 group and an over 30 group. Her below 30 group told her, leave him alone. Her over 30 group told her, girl, you're young, you're dating, have fun. Well, she was at work and was not really, she was going through the motions and not really sure how she was feeling about Matthew. And her friend texts her that she matched with Matthew on Bumble. The friend tells Tia in like an LOL kind of, you know, sort of way. But obviously for Tia, it stings um, because she mentioned, she said she stopped all online dating after her and Matthew met. She was happy to take a break from swiping, but she also never asked him if he was still online. Um, again, it's only been a month, so she feels like she doesn't have the right to be pissed, but kind of like shitty in a way. Her question is, 
which was also my question, why, who should, who should she be upset with? Should she be upset that Matthew is still on dating sites? Should she be upset at her friend for telling her for swiping? My first question was, why would your friend swipe on somebody knowing that you were dating? And you can't say, well, she didn't know. She knew because she sent you a text that they matched. Right. So, honestly, she's not your friend and she would fuck your man in a heartbeat. Yeah. The moment you turn around, she's going to try to fuck Matthew or anybody else. It's like she she's going to, it sounds like she wants your life. Like even that small little in, incident lets me know that she's that friend that would want your life. Like, ha ha, matched with your dude. Like you guys aren't together, but still. That. Also, like, what are you trying to prove? Like, are you like, okay, clearly he's on a social, like a dating mm -hmm. app. So like that already hurts. But then like, you're looking at my friends in that way. Mm -hmm. There's another thing that, that I'd feel a way about. But also, why is this friend all hyped that she's matched with her friend's man? That's my point. Like, why is, like, why would you number one do it and then throw it in my face, knowing that I have a good amount of people telling me not to go through with this. And you're one of the people that's telling her. So but honestly, you're trying to match with him on, on a dating app. You did match with him. Y'all match with each other. And okay. I'll play devil's advocate for Matthew. Matthew may have swiped on that friend over a month ago. And this friend just may have so happened to just start swiping. And that's probably why they matched. I won't she did follow up and close the loop and say that her and Matthew are now in an exclusive relationship. He asked her to be his partner and they have decided to be together. I don't think that he would ask you to be his girlfriend. This is me being devil's advocate and in, in hopes that he's not being a fuckboy to, to match with your friend. Because if you really think about how women, when we're on the dating website, we be on that motherfucker every day. Guys, guys be like, I'm not on here often. Find me on social media. I could totally charge it to Matthew and be like, he probably swiped on her before he met the friend and he didn't know they were friends. Before he that, met Tia. That, or he was swiping too fast, or he was like, oh, she's cute. Swing, swing, swing. Like right, it'd be not knowing the relationship. Thank you. It'd be different if he was like, hey, I actually like you. That's a different thing. But like, he could be those serial swipers that like, they're not even looking at the picture. They just Girl. want to see who the fuck likes them. Yeah. So Tia, to answer your, your, your questions, I don't think you should be upset with Matthew. Like you said, it was only a month. And you guys hadn't had that conversation. So you kind of can't get upset that he's still on the dating platform. Um, I don't think he intentionally, you know, matched with your friend to like sneak behind your back. I do feel like blame in this is on the friend because she knows who Matthew is and like it's telling you not to deal with him, but yet she would go match with him and then try to point it out to you that you That's that she matched. That was real messy. So I, I think you need a new friend. Um, yeah. If you do decide to keep her as your friend, keep her out of you guys' business. Yeah. And I'm definitely thinking about 
a similar situation where that's happened to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was someone who I was dating who was still on Tinder. And my friend just screenshotted him on it. She didn't swipe, but she was like, I sure do. She- I, if I if I see any of my friends, significant others on the dating site, first of all, I don't need to be on there right now anyway. But in the in instance, I'm telling yeah. I might even look, I'm gonna send it and I'm gonna tell send it to him and tell him somebody don't specify who sent it to you and see what he say. Yeah, I would 100 percent not even think and be like, girl. Because I want my friends to do the same thing. If any of my friends see my man, tell, come on. Did you tell me? Yes. And and I think that's the other thing is that we as people get so offended and feel attacked when somebody's telling us something about our relationship that we didn't know. But then we'd be like, you knew and you didn't tell me? No, because look how you react. I'm trying to help you out and you over here trying to choke me out. Right, you mad at me. You mad at the wrong person. You're right. You need to be mad at that lying sap sucker you laying next to, which brings me to a story I heard on TikTok. Oh shit. Lord, Tia. That is our answer for that for your questions. If you have any other questions or will you feel like we didn't fully answer your question, please let us know. We'll answer it on the next episode. Um this girl gave a story time about breaking up with her ex. Or finding out he was cheating or something. I don't know. So she said they had been together and she kept having this nagging feeling that he was cheating. And she's like, all right, I have this feeling. And she's like, ladies, don't go through the phone unless you go leave. Like, if you ain't going to leave, don't go through it. And if you're going to go through it, be prepared to hurt your feelings, which is very true. It's the truth. So, um, which is sidebar literally just asked this question the other day if i had if i picked up your phone and went through it how mad would i be oh that's a good question the answer that i got was the cutest little answer well it depends on how upset you'd get about a guy's group chat what the fuck y'all be talking about (laughs) and he's like and it's typical guy shit like we just send each other like big booties or funny stuff and I'm like, oh gosh. Anyway, she, the girl, was like, I have this nagging feeling. And she's like, I knew he wanted to go to dinner. So we go to dinner. She's like, I knew that day that I was going to go through his phone that night. And I was like, okay. He goes to sleep. She takes his phone. She's looking through it. She's like, nah, this too clean. Like, I ain't seeing nothing. She's like, so something in the back of my mind say, go to the group chat. So she goes through the guy's group chat. She's like, and all I see is pictures of his homeboys sending him pictures of girls and they're, you know, pictures of other women. She's like, and the crazy part is, is that she was friends with the girlfriends of the guys in the group chat. She's like, okay, so now I know that these niggas is cheating on their women. Something ain't right. Cause there's no way that all your homies is cheating and you not. Mm, no. She's like, so something on the other side of my brain goes, check the deleted folder. So she goes to the recently deleted. She said, fucking loaded. He had deleted everything because he knew they was going to be together that day. But he didn't delete it, delete it. He only archived it. There was videos 
and pictures pretty much of him getting head from women, um, fucking women and sending it to his friends. And in their group chat, they're rating like, this would have the best head. And this is like literally over a course of like hella time of him and his homeboys just rating bitches. And all of them, like, oh, I just bagged this girl this night. I bagged this one this week. This one's head game was this. This one's sex game was that. And they're having literally full-blown conversation in the man group chat. And she said, I woke his ass up. And everybody's like, we need a part two. We need a part two. She's like, I took the phone and I threw it as hard as I could on his chest to wake him up. Yeah, I would have threw it around his face. And <laughs> She said, and I made him get up and take me home because I didn't drive to his house that night because he picked me up and I spent the night at his place. She said, and the whole ride home, he was gaslighting me, talking about I didn't see what I saw. She said, but the joke is on him because I screenshotted everything from his phone, sent it to myself and then deleted them from his phone so he don't even know I sent it. She said, and then once she got home, she called the girlfriends of the, the homies friends and told them and one of them said you're trying to ruin my relationship our anniversary is in two weeks and we going on vacation well hey she said not my man so then she gave an update that the girl who was feeling like she was trying to ruin their relationship her and that guy are now engaged she said and i wish the happy couple you know happiness she's like but this man is still cheating on her with my ex who was out cheating on his new girlfriend i said jesus take the will and be a fence Woo! I, this is a good story time the messiness i the went messiness. home once never again twice mm -mm. this time mm -mm. that's your phone if it's unlocked, I'm going to lock it and flip it over for you. Thank you. Listen, that shit can stay next to me unlocked all day. You got it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that I motherfucker can be jiggling till the sun come up and I'm going to hit. It would phone. only take one, one thread of I miss you from his ex and him for me to lose my motherfucking mind. And oh. that's that's three words. So anything beyond that, Taylor. girl. Mm -mm. Taylor, you talk about some three words. Mine is the fact that you've been paying on attention. Why'd you respond? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm like, okay, if I see some shit like that, fury. Mm. Fury. Girl. And the crazy part about it is I'm I'm not a small girl by any means. I am five foot seven and I weigh. Y'all don't need to know how much I weigh, but I'm not a small girl. However, I am fucking lightweight in this here dynamic. Mm -hmm. I promise you, with every fiber of my being, I would probably Tasmanian devil. I see some shit in the phone I don't want to see. So for that, I'll never look. I mean... If I get to a point where I'm like, I'm done and I just want to know, you know, and I know I'm going to leave, I'm going to look and I'm going to go out with a bang, literally. Um, in my second book that I wrote, in the very beginning, I write about 
a situation of a girl going through a phone and all the stuff that she found. Until this day, everybody's like, oh my God, I love the beginning of that book. Um, my missing piece, my other half. And everybody just, I've gotten so much feedback. And I finally had to tell somebody. That actually happened to me. That's why I wrote it. Oh my gosh, really? That was so heartbreaking. You think, motherfucker? I was in tears. I was. It was my first relationship. I think I was 18. And I went through his phone. And there was a video. So when I was in high school, I graduated early. Because I had taken high school and college classes. And so I doubled up. So I, I'm out. There, yeah. I'm out of this bitch. So that meant that I was only at my high school part-time. So only in the morning. And then in the afternoon, I would go to the other school. And there's this one damn day I was texting him, my boyfriend at the time. And he wasn't texting back. And so I'm like, okay. And at this time, I was in taking nursing classes. So I'm like, Aubrey, you got to focus. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, I'm focused. He finally texts me back like late. And I'm like, where was you? Like, what happened? He's like, I was in class. And then I took the bus home. I fell asleep. And I'm like, so you couldn't have said nothing to me between school and the On bus the ride home? He's like, my phone died. Okay. Whatever. This is my first relationship. So, you know, I'm head in the clouds, girl. Bird brain as hell. I literally, so he spent the night one night and I'm like, go through his phone. So I take his phone and I'm going through that motherfucker. I took it and I locked myself in the bathroom and I had turned the shower on so that even if he came in, I could like jump in the shower and act like I really was in the shower, like dead ass in the shower. But have his phone with you. No, I was, so the way that the way that the place was set up at that time was that the laundry room was connected to the bathroom. Okay. So I was going to leave his phone in the laundry room and I was going to be in the shower. Okay. Gotcha. He would have never, I was going through that phone for so long. He was asleep. I was like in text messages. I was in the, the, I was everywhere. I was in the text messages. And this is when Androids was really like Androids. Mm -hmm. So I'm in voice notes and looking at ringtones. Like I was going through everything. I'm going through inbox from on Facebook. Like I was going through every fucking thing. Anything with an icon, I was going through. Girl, I go and look and a video. And I'm like, it's a folder of just like sex videos. Starring him. Oh, shit. And the one I clicked on was oh, him shit. and his best friend running a train on this girl. And both of these niggas is recording. He's getting his, he's getting fellatio and his homeboy's hitting it from the back. Girl. And so I clicked the little I to see when the date was the day that this nigga was sleeping and phone died on the bus. Oh no. 
I said, and the time was school during school time. So not only was you not at school, your phone didn't die. You was, oh, wow. During school hours. So you ditched for you and your homeboy to go, for, okay. So I keep scrolling and now I'm seeing masturbation video, which is super crazy to me because I wow. wasn't fucking in high school. Like, I was so late when it came to get, I, I was late. So I'm going through this man's shit and I'm like, masturbation videos. At that time, I, I wasn't in shit like that. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, why is she playing with herself? I'm seeing news and all from bitches we go to school with. And me and him, we all went to the same school. So motherfuckers is watching us walk through the halls together, holding hands. Yeah. And these bitches are sending him shit. Yeah. I must have literally, when that school, following school week started, I was walking up to bitches like, you do know he has a girlfriend, right? So why are you sending, like, I was out in bitches like, oh, you like to send your pussy through the mail. Like, I was on some loving basketball. Oh, she's sending her coochie through the mail. <laughs> Taylor, after that, I was like, I'm not going through no more phones. Yeah. Psych got in my second relationship. Oh shit, you did it again, Taylor. Got in my second relationship, and I'm like, mm, let's do it. So I'm like, okay, be strategic. Boom. Second relationship, I was in, it was a long distance relationship, so I had to wait till I was in town visiting. So he's in the shower. I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, uh put his phone and his watch on the charger before we go out. You got it. So I'm like, let me go through his phone. Okay. Look in the phone. Nothing. Pick up his watch. Every fucking thing. I'm like, yo, you deleted it out your phone. And it's okay. So now I'm literally holding this small ass watch scrolling through text messages of him telling some girl that she was supposed to call him when she got back home from hanging out with her friends and why she, why didn't she call him? And I'm like, you plucking this bitch. Like she's your bitch. Like yeah. what the fuck up? Wow. The girl was sick and he's like, I need you to get better. I need you feeling good. I don't like when you're sick. Is there anything I can do to help you? Bitch. Nigga, when I was sick, you you told me you wanted me to get some rest. So go to sleep and you'll call me later. I'm like, wow. the only thing I did see when I went through his phone was when I went to Snapchat, there was a video saved of his area that he had sent to his female best friend. And I said, look, I knew I didn't trust a friendship for a fucking reason. Because <laughs> Who saved it? Who saved it? You or her? And why is it still here? Both of y'all in relationships. Why is it still here? Uh-uh. Messy. And then I go through their messages and she's talking about how she doesn't like me and how she was telling her coworker about me. Bitch, you've never met me. Why are you talking about me to somebody that ain't gonna ever meet me? You've never met. Like, you've never you don't met know me. me. Ew. And he's like, you're tripping, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Ain't no way in hell or heaven I'm about to talk to my best friend calm while he's disrespecting my part. Right. 
Um, so then here's where it get good, girl. Because if that wasn't good, here's where it get good. We end up going out to eat with his male best friend and um that same day. And he gets up to go to the bathroom. As soon as he walk away, I look at his best friend and I said, Hey, your best friend's cheating on me. He said, Huh? <laughs> wow. He said, how do you know? I, I went through his phone and his watch. He said, you did? What are you going to do? I don't know. It just happened. I'm still shocked. The look on his best, he's like, with who? And I'm telling him, and I'm like, you're his best friend. You, you know, know niggas cheating on me. He's like, I promise you, I really don't. He's like, I like you, and I really think that you're a great person. If I knew he was cheating on you, I would be that friend to be like, hey, you should probably focus on yourself. And I'm like, yeah, okay, you're right. You might yeah. be right because I've never done anything to you for you to dislike me. So you might be, you know, you might be that friend. And he just kept the rest of the day, because we ended up being together for a minute after that. He just kept looking at me and he's like, are you okay? Great. And he just, you could tell that he felt bad. Like, and I'm like, he really didn't know. Like, had he known, I think he would have texted his friend like, yo, nigga, she knows what's up. He never once said, reach for his phone never said anything and he might have once i left but nigga never said nothing we walking and they were talking about watches and iphones and hear my goofy ass hey did you know that just because you delete something off your phone it doesn't delete from your watch and then my devious ass is sitting here looking at this nigga's heart drop to his toes damn damn something is really wrong with me taylor see i can't do that because see i accidentally looked over and seen a text like you know like without even looking just like maybe been like oh like and just caught them get a text mm -hmm. and i'm like i don't know what the fuck that shit says but i'm not thrilled about the fact that you're talking i don't give a fuck what you're talking about it's the simple fact that you are talking so you know if i would go further than that it would be a problem so i just feel like looking through the phone would be all bad for me honestly because like when i see a motherfucker pick up their phone i get to look the other way because i don't even want to right i don't even want to make that mistake before, mm -hmm. but i like next to i'll never forget this one time it was like a long long time ago and he was cheating on me or like, I guess we were like on a break or whatever. And I find out he's talking to this one girl. And then some drama happened after that. And then one morning I'm in his bed and I see a text from her. I barely read the shit, lost my fucking shit. And like, this is when I was like trying to be with him and stuff like that. So I'm freaking out, crying, telling you know, telling him all this stuff, calling him all outside of his name because I was pissed off. He's like, what can I just make this right? I was like, text her and say you don't want to talk to her anymore and then block her. He does it, whatever. He also deleted their thread. So then when I was like, I want to see you texted, they had no thread. I was like, okay, smart. So like at some point while I was freaking the fuck out, he deleted the thread and I was like, good. Because had I seen anything as much as a picture, because I know the little... You know, like I know you're disgusting, and I know you probably convinced her to do some shit. So it's like, not I know you're disgusting. <laughs> but and then, okay, so then 
he reaches out to me like, you know, a while later and mm -hmm. he's still talking to her. I was like, so was it like a fake number that you blocked or what? But like, I don't even know. All I was, people are, if they want to cheat, they're going to cheat. And yeah, if and you have a hunch, don't go through their fucking phone because you'll find just what you're looking for. As you can tell from both of our experiences. I mean, I, I don't go through phones no more. I also, you know, have someone who has a thing about touching his things. And I mean, Every, like don't touch nothing of his don't 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 you do it don't 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 even look at it so i have been in a space of not even touching his normal thing so to even touch his phone which i did and he's like off limits literally and he so sweet in nature you know what you're doing right now is really upset at me but i'm gonna just stay calm and that tone and I'm like, sorry. He's like, no, here, go ahead and finish. Like, okay. But I like, and because we have transparent conversations, like what would be in your phone if I went through it? Um, it, When you would, when you're with someone, you know how they are. Like to the point that he's like, you may see a text that may come from this person and it may say this. Let me explain to you who they are beforehand so that you don't even lose your shit on me. Cause I don't, I don't need you doing that. And I'm like, this, this is what, this is what I love. I don't even have to. So when he, when he pick up that phone, I become Ray Charles. I can see motherfucking thing. I've been like, <laughs> I don't even I, wanna. Yeah, yeah. He, his phone could be going off, and I'm on watch. I'm, I'm on watch television. I'm on. Right. Uh. Uh. Mm. Uh. Mm. His, I, what phone? I don't even hear the phone. What? Mm -hmm. Someone's ringing. Oh, babe, I'm so sorry. Sorry, missed it. Not looking at your phone. <laughs> I'm not doing phones no more. I promise. You want your heart broke? You want to lose 30 pounds? <laughs> you want to know depression? Look through your significant other's phone. <laughs> and look good. Look through the, the photos. Look through the recently deleted. Go check them group texts. Go check the best friend texts. Go check them DMs. You want to be heartbroken and lose You want to get summertime fine? Go through that phone tonight. You'll regret it. <laughs> you will regret that shit. You'll be looking like Beyonce on the lemonade in the morning. <laughs> or With a baseball bat. Or the cigarette burn. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it. Well, I have nothing else. I, How about you for this episode? I have nothing else. We appreciate you guys sticking through this very long episode. We had to, you know, kick it with you guys because it has been over a month. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, we're going to get... More consistent by we, I mean me, because I have been living a kind of busy life recently, but I'm feeling a little bit more settled and stable and, you know, being able to set a schedule. So, yeah, we're going to try to do this weekly. Yes, we, we definitely are. So we appreciate you guys. Um, and 
if you're listening to this, go stream hot and heavy. I do have a new episode dropping tomorrow. Oh yeah. March 3rd. Yes, please go listen to it. We're trying to be very responsible artists over here. Look at us. Right? Consistency. So we like. Consistency is life. Well, thank you guys and have an amazing day. Like, share, share this with a friend. Yeah, please. Definitely. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to today's sex episode. Before you go, please make sure you share this podcast with someone and give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're tuning in from, be it Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Also, Follow us on Instagram at underscore SNM Talk Show. We'd love to hear your feedback, stories, or even ideas for future shows. Have a good day. From Taylor and Aubrey Monet of the Sex and Mindset Talk Show.